1: From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. One, two, and this is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs>
5: it's Roz and Mocha. What's going
1: on? Hey guys, this is
0: Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. This is Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. your You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My, my boys
5: and Roz and Mocha. Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz.
0: I think
6: Mocha. You guys are so funny, man.
5: Congratulations, Lisa! Wow!
6: You just won $1,000. That is
4: amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are
1: awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
4: Oh,
7: my God. I love this game so much.
8: 30 seconds or less
7: so fun so the game is 30 seconds or less we take requests from fans to find out if mocha and dammit Mori could complete a simple task uh, in 30 seconds or less some of the things that we've done in the past was can you eat an entire lemon in 30 seconds or less Mocha, actually did do that. Uh, Snapping your fingers 101 times in 30 seconds or less. I think I won that one, right? This was one of the most painful things I've ever seen you guys do. (laughs) Can you tie a tie in 30 seconds or less? Mocha banged that off in a couple seconds more. He's still trying. Uh, Can you drink um, uh, four cups of heavy cream in 30 seconds or less? And shockingly, shockingly, both of you weirdos (laughs) were able to do it. (laughs) It was was like 35% heavy cream. (laughs) Uh, So today's is this. Can you say a word 120 times in 30 seconds or less? And that word is but. (laughs) <laughs> so we're gonna try and keep track of this. I think we may need to try and figure it out after the fact I don't know. I'm gonna try and do my best uh, to make little tick marks every time you guys say it. But again, the question is, can you say but 120 times in 30 seconds or less? Who wants to go first? Mocha, go first. Mocha. Oh, okay, okay, Mocha, you're up. <laughs> Thanks. Shem, get in here please with a, with a pen and a paper. Because I need you I'm gonna need your help on this. Okay, can you say the word... Look at Mocha loosening up his lips yeah. right now. He's like licking his lips and everything up. else. Now, here's my question. Are you going to yeah. try and do this all in one breath or are you going to try and do multiple breaths to just sort of no, make I'm sure you don't to drag? No, I'm do
5: 30 seconds on one breath. 30
7: seconds on one yeah. breath. I think that's very difficult. I don't know my, if that's uh, the winning away. combo. No, more you stay right there. I need to loosen No, man. no, no. This should have happened earlier. <laughs> <laughs> it's the middle of the game, man. Okay, Mocha. <laughs> yeah. 30 seconds on the clock any time you're ready. Okay.
5: Wow. You tried to do it all in one breath. I know. But then as soon as I laughed, I did that first laugh.
7: I'm I'm telling you, I don't think it was wise to try and do it because you started to really, really drag, right? Okay. Damn it, Maury. You are up. Can you do, can you say the word but 120 times in 30 seconds or less? 30 seconds on the clock, (laughs) Mocha. And
9: go, there you go
7: go. Shem, could you make any sense out of all that? You're the judge right now.
2: What? <laughs> <Man>.
7: <laughs> I, I, Why, you, you're supposed to count, man.
5: <laughs> <laughs> okay, my, my my hands, are you count?
2: Okay, my my hold, hands don't work
7: that fast. Okay, butts. hold on here. So what I may need you to do, Shem, is we may need to, to take a break and uh, come back and decide if they in fact were able to say the word but 120 times in 30 seconds or less. So here is the record. Mocha, this is what you sounded like. Okay. Okay? Does it help if I slow it down, Shem? So helpful. <laughs> you want to hear Maury's slow butt? Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. I got Maury fast butt. No, let's, <laughs> okay. let's do Maury's slow butt. Am I correct in thinking, Shem, that some of Maury's butts weren't butts? Sound like putts. Putts, right? Same with mocha. I don't know Hold on here Let me go back here (laughs) This is mocha (laughs) Yeah, because I'm saying butt Yeah, because you're saying To me that sounds like butt Maury, this is you a couple times you said you bud. I think you started. I heard butter one time. next contest. Okay, so again, it is 30 seconds or less. Can you say the word but 120 times in 30 seconds or less? We're going to take a break. We'll come back and find out if, yes, Mocha and Maury were able to do just that. This
1: is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Bras and mocha. Kiss. Kiss. 92.5. All right, all right.
7: 30 seconds or less. So the request was, can you say the word but... 120 times in 30 seconds or less. And this was Mocha against Mori. And Shem is actually in the other room right now, still with the recording of you guys saying, But, and for everybody listening right now, this is what Shem is in there listening to. So this was Mocha trying to say, But 120 times. But, 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 now, Mocha tried to do it all in one breath, and you yeah. sort of gassed yourself a little bit. I know. I don't I know. know if that was the best technique. I think maybe Maury's technique was probably better. Hey, Shem, you want to come back in here? Do you have an answer? Yes, you do. Okay, this was Maury, by the way. But 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 just rolls off your tongue, huh? And here's Maury. here's Maury's slow bud. hundred and twenty times. A couple times it sounded like you said bud or putt. I heard butter, 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 butter. Shem, how difficult was it to get? an accurate reading on whether they managed to uh, 120
8: times. You know, I've been a judge for a few of these games, and yes. this has to be the hardest one it so was, far. Huh? Uh, I have to say, you know, Mocha um, ran out of breath. Yes, But mo- But Maury, Maury had some diction issues.
7: <laughs> uh, <laughs> the story of my life. <laughs> a teacher <laughs> once said that. <laughs> <done. laughs> okay, so uh, the question, can you say the word but 120 times
8: in 30 seconds or less? Let's go with Maury's score. Shem. Maury a very impressive 116 oh my oh god, god. Oh. <laughs> but still
2: oh my god still you
8: failed and what about mocha I, I, again i have to double check for this yes mocha 118 we- You no, won. It's, it's totally possible. <laughs> neither of you won because neither of you completed the no, task. He, he said it more. Neither
7: of you won because neither of you completed the task. Oh, no. Uh, the question Got was you. can you say can the I try word again? but? No, you can't. We're done. Oh. We already spent so much time on both yours and Maury's butts <laughs> today that I don't think we can do anything. <laughs> and that's how you play 30 seconds
8: or less. If you have a suggestion for 30 seconds or less, text and Mocha now 925 555.
1: Hey, the Roz and Mocha Show
7: podcast. Hey,
1: the Roz and Mocha Show
7: podcast. So the question was, uh, which song did you listen to as a kid that scared your parents the most? And you can text us at 925 uh, 555. Shem and Mori, come on in here.
5: While they're walking in, do you want me to uh, read, some, read you some of this? Yes,
7: please. Yes.
5: Replies for getting? Yeah. Friend of the show, Kai, writes in and says, Definitely Candy Shop by 50 Cent. Had no idea what it was really about, but my mom would get so upset. (laughs) Somebody said, I was five, and my parents have a video of me singing over and over again, Wannabe by the
7: Spice Girls. (laughs) Uh, My mom bought me a Kiss record when I was about four and a half, five years old. Really? Yeah.
5: Uh, Stand by Eminem, or really anything by Eminem, reads another text. Uh, One by Metallica, especially the chorus where it goes, hold my breath as I wish for death. (laughs) Oh, God, please help me. Um, Another person wrote in and said anything by Nelly, especially from the Country Grammar album. Yeah. Somebody said back that ass up by Juvenile. (laughs) Again, these are songs that uh, that scared your parents. Yeah. Thong Song by Cisco. Yeah. Two people wrote in and said Like a Virgin by Madonna.
8: Oh,
7: yeah, that's a good one.
5: Uh, Peter wrote in and said the song Kim by Eminem. Somebody else who didn't leave their name. Yeah. Short D Man <laughs> said my mom hated it. <laughs> <laughs> that
7: song? <laughs> <laughs> who sang that? I don't know. Remember that song? Yeah. <laughs> oh, not sure, man. Uh, Damn it, Maury. Uh, your musical tastes when you were when you were younger are they similar to what they are now, or different? Okay, completely similar. Okay. I gave you two options, completely ones this way, ones that. Why way. Why did this scare your dad?
9: Well, yeah. if you play with well, one was like really like loud and and obnoxious. Okay. And the other one was incredibly gay.
7: Oh, okay. So let's <laughs> go. <laughs> out of the obnoxious or is this the super gay? This is the super gay. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so at this at this at this point, your dad didn't know you were gay, right? No. Okay. Okay. And then
10: okay. the other one is. Okay. Okay. So why,
9: did this, why did this scare your dad? Because it was super loud, and my friend Lauren and I would drive around North York with this blasting in the car, okay. and my dad was like, "You're up to no
7: good." Okay. Okay. And, okay. Interesting. Uh, and what was the super gay one called? Let's get soaking wet.
8: <laughs> <laughs> See, okay. Okay, I get it now. What about you, Sham? Um, I had okay, this is a safe space, right? <laughs> yeah. As in, like, what the world right no, now? That, that, you're that t- this room? Okay, okay. Um, yeah, sure. So I had this like weird sort of like stripper obsession, not like with strippers, with the but, culture. Like, stripping, yes, when I was younger,
7: because you wanted to do it, or you were obsessed with watching other people I do it. I wanted to
8: do yes. it. I can introduce I you to my uncle Michael. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Would, you, you wanted was, to be a stripper. I constantly took my clothes off and would like strut up and down no, the house. No,
7: you would not. And how old are, I, are you at this age now?
8: Oh man, like 12?
7: twelve? Twelve. Okay. Yeah. Right. I was I old you. enough to know better. And so this is your
8: what your stripper song. This was my okay, song. Okay. You know? I'm <laughs> <laughs>
7: Oh, shit. That's so sick. I couldn't help yeah. myself, man.
5: Twelve-year-old like, yes. naked. <laughs>
1: did,
7: like, did you get grounded for this, or what was the punishment for this in the
8: house? Uh,
7: those who
8: don't hear must feel.
11: <laughs> right? Yes. That look. Okay. You know
7: I got look? you. I got yeah. you. Okay. So Shem was a twelve-year-old stripper at home.
11: <laughs> <laughs>
7: uh, that's great, uh, Mocha. What was your track that scared uh, Vern, your dad? That um, <laughs> he was gonna lose you to the streets? Maybe?
5: Yeah. Yeah, it was just very loud and aggressive and yes. a lot of. Yes. This? Yeah. Being played loudly from my bedroom? Yes. Right? Then I had the posters up on the wall and everything. Yeah. yeah. This one wasn't necessarily a no, fan favorite it, at no, all. No, it didn't go
7: over well at, at the house. No. Yeah, I was like super, I was really into metal when I was younger. And, and metal was fine. But a lot of dads, the, the, the big fear in the 80s was that uh, you were going to, they were going to lose, parents were going to lose their children to, uh, to Satan. Right, that you were going to become a devil worshiper because the, for some reason metal just had that oh, yeah. metal had that reputation that we were all going to just start worshiping the devil and start doing all sorts of sacrifices and whatnot. And I was always like, no, it's not like that. It's it's, it's it's those stories aren't true. Like everything that kids say now about the music they listen to. And then I I started listening to Iron Maiden, and my dad was on the couch, and he never said anything. But as the beginning of it was playing, I remember I looked into the living room, and all he was look sideways at my bedroom door. Yeah. Listened, and then just looked back and continued reading what he was reading. And I knew that he was like, it's all starting. Woe to you, O earth and sea, for the devil sends the beast
10: with wrath because he knows the time is short. Brand new stereo, too. Let him who hath understanding reckon the number of the beast, for it is a human number. It's number... 666. Yeah, I'd be right? scared
5: too far here, your boss And I'm
2: playing when along. I playing.
7: Yeah, right? Like I'm standing, and I got long hair, and I'm like playing along in my room. Like air guitar or no, real guitar? No, real guitar. Oh, my God. Yeah. What did I see? And in this part... He looked again. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so mine was Number of the Beast by Iron Maiden that was I have,
8: my track uh, two,
5: two more texts to read to you that yeah. we got Yeah. Uh, songs that scared your parents somebody said uh, Color Me Dad I want to sex you up oh yeah definitely that person said I was 8 years old yeah. oh no oh no somebody <laughs> 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 no. else just wrote said I got in so much trouble for singing Shaggy it wasn't me at school <laughs> (laughs) This
1: is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast
5: day to celebrate, as we do every
7: single year. What day is it? Well, it's the year 5781, Roz. I didn't say, oh, 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 so what year is it should have been, oh. my question. <laughs> it's,
9: it's the year 5781,
7: Roz. And what is that, More Explain it to people, It's please. the Jewish New Year. We're celebrating Rosh Hashanah. That
9: starts tonight. Okay. Yeah. It's the beginning of the Jewish New Year, as I mentioned. We celebrate by eating uh, apples and, and honey. Uh, we eat fish heads to symbolize... Do you, or are you supposed to? You're supposed to you eat, eat fish You don't eat fish heads. What are you eating
5: tonight, though? Oh, like um, hamburger and fries, right? No, and that's the
9: thing. Like every year, I go to my grandmother's, but this year everything's virtually,
7: right? Virtual, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's no way Matthew's gonna sit down and have a fish head with you. No, not <laughs> He's at not all. A <laughs> no. like I mean, I, I love you and all, but like, you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we will pay double that surcharge for Uber Eats tonight. <laughs> all right, so so what? Explain the shofar. So this is to sort of uh, ring in the new year, and it is a what? It's a ram's horn. I bought this one in Israel. Okay, so you have a ram's horn in your hand. And it's like, it's not huge. Is that like normal size? No, for... they go quite large. Oh, they do. Like you can get a huge horn. <laughs> <laughs>
9: uh-huh. Uh-huh. I much yeah. prefer this particular smaller horn. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. It's, it's just easier e- to
7: blow. It's easier to handle, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. I gotcha. I gotcha. Uh, okay. So uh, what's the what's the process here? Um, I think historically. The tradition on this show
9: is Mocha will say the, the calls yes. and I will do the blows.
7: Okay. Okay.
9: Hold on. Let me see the shofar. Yeah. Hmm. There's no way to cheat blowing the shofar.
5: No, I know, but I think there's a way to alter it. What do you mean? You blow in this end, not the no, big end. No, I know, but because of COVID and... Oh. I'm the only one that's ever blown this. No, I know, but, like, you blow from <laughs> the bottom yeah. and it comes out the top, yeah. right? Yeah, but it's going to go, like, up.
7: So... Okay, don't don't point it at me. Don't point it Hold at on. me. Don't you... Let me get my mask on. Hold on. <laughs> Yeah. I got a mask up.
5: No, I have extra protection for Mori too.
7: <laughs> what are you doing? I can't blow through a mask.
5: No, 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 no. You're not going to blow on. through a mask. Hold on. Because okay. of all the particles and stuff.
7: Yeah, okay. I'm all masked up.
5: I brought a Ziploc bag. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to put, put this over the top of the chauffeur. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 2020 yeah, please. version.
7: Please do that. Go. There you go. There you go. Thank you.
5: Right? Just got to keep everybody safe.
7: Man, if that bag comes flying off there because he's Yo, blowing oh, that <laughs> thing too hard. Hold hold the bag. Okay. Okay, ready? Here yeah. we go. Okay, go.
5: Tequila! Hold on. Hang on. Oh, are you going to pass out? <laughs> you look like it. Well, so, the description I have here yeah. is when I say yeah, it's supposed to be one long blast.
7: Okay, go, more, Give it one long blast.
5: <laughs> okay, moving on to the next one. Okay. This yeah. one, you're supposed to give three broken sounds, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Shevarim!
2: <laughs>
5: oh I'm just going to pass away. <laughs> okay. You're not going to make one...
7: it to Halloween, man. <laughs>
5: This next hard. one, this next one I say, you have to give off uh, nine <gasps> staccato notes is what the uh, description reads. <laughs> I didn't even say a word yet. Oh, I thought you did. Okay. No! <laughs> Terua! <laughs> wow. That was 13. That's
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs> okay, oh. now this is the big one. You ready for the grand finale, Dan Mamori? Okay. Takia Gondola!
7: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's you over there making your people proud And
9: one for good luck
7: Sure <laughs> <laughs> Sorry <laughs>
2: Yeah.
7: Happy New Year
9: Yeah thank you <laughs> Go eat your fish heads
1: This is the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast
5: A woman in Texas has just been entered into the Guinness Book of World Records for... For
7: what? The most amount of... Oh, hold on now. Okay. The most amount of... It's not going to be babies because we would have heard that story. The most amount of... Uh, is it something like ex husbands? No. Is it something like is it is it a is it like something that is a person thing? Like is it is it something that is she has the most amount of like freckles or is it she has the most? No. Amount, so it's not a human thing. No. Is, it's a, is it, it a is it a, a feat of strength? It is not. Is it a... It's ridiculous. Is it a collection? It is. It is a collection. Correct. And where is she, in Florida? She's in Texas. She's in Texas. I was going to say, is it Mickey's? <laughs> um okay. Uh okay. Like is it like she ate the most amount of ribs? Is it one no, of, like something no, like no, that? No, 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 you know, She's just tell collected you? something. Hold on now. Uh you're gonna hate yourself love like, this too much. Okay, is it like hair? Does it have to do with hair? Like no. a ball of hair. No. She has the most no, okay, Maury? Cats. Cats. No, no. that's a that's a human, that's like a, a living thing. No. So this is a collection. Yeah. Oh, underwear. Nope. Oh, okay. Uh, she has the most... Hold on now. What would be a Guinness World Record? Because they take that stuff seriously, oh, right? nail clippings. No. Nail clippings. No. Not, that's nail, g- not nail. That's gross. That's so gross. Okay. okay. <laughs> so it's Imagine she had like a zip okay. Full yeah. of clippings. Okay, so it's, <laughs> not, it's not nail clippings and it's no. not hair. No. Okay. Can I just tell you? Yeah. Lip balm. What do you mean?
5: Like actual lip balm. What do you mean? You know chapstick? Yeah. Like that. Okay, but she's what got do you mean? the most What's amount. The record? She's got the most amount. She's been collecting and she has more than 1800. Oh, she's a Chapstick collector? Yes. That's dumb. Although uh, Guinness could only count 1622 of the collection because a lot of them were like doubled up so
7: individual that's, that's so um, boring
9: i should call them i have the I, most I can, uh, a collection of hard rock cafe shot glasses
7: here's, here's my thing with with this aspect of guinness world records right yeah. i shouldn't be able to buy my way into the guinness book of world records Right? What like, what Like what are the parameters? Like, did she actually have to go to these places and collect them? Or could I just drop, said... can I drop two grand tomorrow and beat her record?
5: No, well, she said she's been collecting since she was 11 years old. Whatever, I could start collecting tomorrow. When she said uh, her aunt used to collect Pez and had this massive collection. And then she was like, well, I want to do something like that. So her thing was collecting lip balm. And then she had to build, she had so much, she had to build like <laughs> custom shelves. To display. Okay, all these. No,
7: first of all, nobody wants to see your, your
9: collection all of lip, lip balm when you go into somebody's you, house. You know what I would say if I saw her collection? What? It's the bomb.
7: Yeah, nobody wants to see you. Nobody, you Just stop showing off your lip balm collection. Nobody wants to see that. I shouldn't be able to buy my way in though. Because, like, Maury and I really could. Like, you and I could pool our money. Maury, I would go for, like, in for, like, two grand. You would go in for, like, ten bucks. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, if we pooled all our money together. And you and I could buy this record by Monday. Yeah, but she has some that are probably unobtainable. But that's not the point, though. It's the it's the number that she has is the record. It's not that she has the rarest collection of lip balm. It's she's amassed the most lip balm. 1,622. So, like, I could Different buy the most of amount of rolls of toilet paper. Correct. Yeah, why couldn't yeah. you? Because, I don't think yeah. you should be allowed to buy your way into the Guinness Book but of then, World then Records. But then there's a, so, so many people that would be kicked out. Right, let's go for the toenail clipping one more. <gasps>
9: I
5: mean, <you> gross, <laughs> no. Here ah. okay, we go.
1: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
7: All right, guys, I am here for this. I'm ready. How, how did Shawshank get that reputation of being like a dude movie? You know what I mean? Because I think it's kind of sweet. Like, I don't, it doesn't really strike me as like a bro movie, but. It is. Like, Shawshank just became like top three bro movies of all time, which is wild Comradery, to me. Camaraderie? Friendship? Maybe, maybe, yeah. The closeness
5: that relationship between all the dudes? Yeah,
7: I guess. I, I guess. I don't it's know. It's like
5: the, the complete opposite of your traditional chick flick.
7: Yeah, but uh, but right? it's interesting because it has that rep where I just thought that it was a movie for everybody, but I guess I was wrong. But anyway, 26 years ago, back in Woo! 1994, Shawshank Redemption was released. Uh, this, of course, is the Johnny Depp school of acting. Uh, Maury will have no script, so we're going to do a scene, very famous scene from Shawshank. Uh, Mocha has a script in front of him. Maury has no script. We're going to do it Johnny Depp style where Maury has an earpiece in his ear, and I'm going to read Maury his lines. So that's how the scene is going to play out. Uh, Mocha, you guys get to be uh red oh yes maury you will be andy Dufresne. (laughs) oh (laughs) are you ready gentlemen yes okay here we go uh johnny depp school of acting shawshank redemption 26th anniversary edition and action
9: red if you ever get out there do me a flavor (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
7: <laughs> Not often when we do this Does Maury get the first line I feel that the first I, I feel you gotta nail the first line yeah. at are 12
5: words in yeah.
7: <laughs> I, I feel that we need to really really Set the stage here yeah. <laughs> Pay attention sir For the monologue Okay uh, Johnny Depp School of Acting Shawshank Redemption 26th Anniversary Edition Maury and Mocha Scene 1 And Action My
5: brother-in-law My mom My dad both my
7: sisters really Ooh, uh, 10 exactly I, I was hearing stories yesterday from uh, people who had been planning a wedding because the the numbers were the numbers i know and they don't want to cancel the wedding so they had to they had to message every single person it, who was invited to the wedding and say that their plus one couldn't come oh. <laughs> What a diss. <laughs> well, guess
5: what? I just told you my 10. Guess who's not coming to Thanksgiving dinner? Who? Oh. My sister's boyfriend. Oh, <laughs> sorry. You gotta follow the rules. Here <laughs> okay, we go,
1: go, The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
7: You need to have good people in your life. Like, you need to make sure everybody in your life is a good person because Michael Jackson had terrible people in his life. We know that, right? Yeah, like, we for know sure. that Michael Jackson had terrible people in his life. Mm-hmm. And we know that his family wasn't the best. And You just like surround yourself with people who you hope have your best interests in mind. And there's never been a story that involves Michael Jackson and somebody who was close to him where I then read it and go, oh, man, you know what? That's a really good thing they did, right? Right. Oh, you never do. Okay. You never hear. Well, you, never... you found one now? No! Oh. I
2: found the worst <laughs> one possible! <laughs> I thought you were going
5: to help restore my faith in humanity. No, I'm
7: going to ruin it. <laughs> Great. Okay, so Michael Jackson's cousin. Uh-huh. Okay? Cousin, cousin Jackson. Marsha. Marsha Jackson? <laughs> yes. Okay. I don't know what her last name is. I'm assuming it's Jackson. Well, let's just
5: say it's Marsha Jackson.
7: Marsha Jackson apparently went into Michael's room after he died. I didn't even know there was a Marsha Jackson. Okay. But I know if I did have a cousin named Marsha that was in any way like this, the woman wouldn't even know where I live, let alone be able to get access to my bedroom, whether I was alive or dead. I dare you, Cousin Marsha. So she's trying to turn a buck, right? Of course. So what she did was she went into Michael Jackson's room and took like the propofol tube that was in his arm when he died and stuffed it in her part. Listen to her. Listen to how proud she is. No. Listen to how proud this woman is. Listen, listen, listen.
6: Shortly after Michael died, I went to the house. I was able to go in and go to the bedroom. This was uh, over by the stand, and what I did, I took it and put it in my purse. This actually belonged with Michael Jackson. It had some white, like, milk fluid oh. inside of it, which later on, dissolved but this is actually michael right here dna that's what made me grabbing the blood and this is one of the ivs the last one actually that he had in his arm when he died oh
5: my god right? come on yeah
7: sitting there listening to free bird
5: come on she wants Cousin 25 Marcia?
7: she wants $2,500 for it too
5: but who does that? That ain't right. Who
7: does that? That ain't right. Like, what are you where you have, like, first of all, your your cousins to a legend, an icon, and he dies, and you go in and you start looking around for stuff to sell, and the thing you grab is the, the IV tube that was feeding him propofol, oh. and you notice that there's blood on the end of it, DNA, so that means even more money. Like, what is the matter with that? That is disgusting, and you're a despicable person. And I don't know even where you sell something like that. Like, who allows you to sell something you like can't that? You put that up on eBay no, or I No, I don't think you can put no that stuff on. No auction house is going to say, yeah, we want this. No, no, weirdos. Like, then you're dealing with, like, the dark web weirdos. Yeah. Right? I don't even think you can put that up on, like, Kijiji. No, I don't think you can, but it still has But yeah, some, I think you're right, dark web. Yeah. Or, like, Who people, wants that, though? But what do you Or do just, like, that? regular,
5: like... People maybe like DMing her or something. Who buys that that, though? Like, what are you going to do with that?
7: Someone will. Some
5: quack job. A bunch of people will want to buy it. And then the
7: the, the, the offers are going to go up and up and up. Yeah, but you need good people in your life, man. He had terrible people in his life. I honestly thought when you
5: started this story, it was going to be a feel good. Like, yes, I found one story about one person that was really good to Michael Jackson.
7: Yeah, I'm going to find a story about somebody who treated Michael Jackson with compassion. Okay, good luck.
1: Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me?
6: Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix.
5: Roz and Mocha got you. Hi, Julia. It's Roz and Mocha. How are you today?
3: Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good. How old are you? Um, I'm...
7: 24. Okay, perfect. So, Julie, Rose says, Rosimoca fixed my life. For the past three years, I've been in a wonderful and loving relationship with my boyfriend. Uh, before we got together, I had been in an eight-year relationship that was very unhealthy. My boyfriend at the time uh, had controlled everything I did in my life and who I did it with. I wasn't allowed to have friends that were boys. I couldn't text people after we said goodnight to each other, and I couldn't talk to or hug other guys. My current boyfriend is the complete opposite. He's got tons of friends that are girls, uh, that he Snapchats with, hugs them, buys them coffee, and goes on outings with them. I am so used to not being able to have guy friends that it's been hard for me to accept that he has girlfriends. I just want to be able to get out of this unhealthy and toxic mindset.
5: Hey, Julia, do you trust your boyfriend?
3: Um, yes, I do.
5: Yeah? Have you met any of these girls that uh, that he talks to or, or hangs out
3: with? I only um, started meeting... Um, some of them this year. Yeah. And he had strong friendships with them in the beginning of our relationship.
7: I would say that you're not wrong in feeling the way that you feel, but I think that you may be feeling things other than... You may start feeling guilty because you think that these feelings come from a place of not trusting your boyfriend and I don't think that that's the case because I think yeah. that I think that to 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 go to a headspace where you trust him but you think that all these women in his life are sharks and they're just waiting for you guys to break up and all this stuff that's a real unhealthy place to be right so it's not yeah. it's not always about trust and it's not always about messing around so there's no harm in saying I'm kind of uncomfortable with the idea that you maybe share secrets with people. That you don't tell me I'm uncomfortable that maybe you have a different kind of relationship with these women, that you rely on them for things that you don't give me the opportunity to be there for you in those same situations. And exactly. you just and, and 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 that's not about screwing around, like that's not about infidelity or affairs, like that's not a trust issue. That's just your comfort level with the people that he yeah. surrounded himself with and where you fit into that world. So I think that if you're going to have this conversation, because no Normally, guys in this situation, when the girlfriend is like, hey, I'm kind of uncomfortable that you have, like, you know, girlfriends in your life, their immediate reaction is going to be, what, you don't trust me? Yeah. Right? And it's not about trust. Okay, it's not about trust. It's about the comfort level and moving forward with what you guys are trying to build together. And I'm with you in the sense that I I don't have those relationships in my life. I don't have women in my life that I have special relationships with, regardless of how long they've been in my life, that I maybe sit on the phone with them and confide in them and tell them about my problems and I listen to their problems. I don't do it simply because, one, I just don't have that life. But also, that's what Catherine's in my life for. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. is he is
5: he doing that though, Julia? Is he like when he's with you, maybe like on the phone with one of these girls at the same time?
7: There was
3: a time a couple weeks ago that I saw him Snapchatting one of his coworkers who's a girl. Yeah. And it's like he has all these inside jokes with them. And then when I saw that, like my my boyfriend is naturally flirty and he just he's super friendly and he always makes these faces that are very charming and I know that he doesn't mean to do anything to get a girl's attention, he just naturally does, if Mm. that makes
7: sense. Sure. When it rains, yeah, yeah, absolutely.
5: Have you uh, said that to him? Have you said anything to him?
3: So we have talked about it before. Yeah. And I felt really bad because this girl that he was really close with at work, who he said he felt like was a little sister that I was really upset about because he was hanging out with her and wasn't telling me that it was a girl. I told him I was uh, uncomfortable with that and he actually stopped being her friend. And I don't want that. Um, Like I don't want him to end these friendships that some of them he had before we met, but like, I, I just, I don't know how to get him to understand um, how I'm feeling without, without, like you said, without him thinking, I don't trust him or anything.
5: Mm. Does but he know about I your past relationship? Yeah, he does. Oh, okay. He knows
3: about it very well. Oh, okay. Um, and, and he understands. Like, he says, I completely understand where you're coming from because of how manipulated I was in my past relationship. But I think that a lot of it stems from insecurities because I feel like all of these other girls can give to him stuff that I can't or that they look certain ways that I think he might want instead of, because of how I look and like Mm -hmm.
2: just kind of stuff like that. No,
7: that's fair though. I think that you articulate all of this to him and make sure that when you go into this conversation that it isn't about you not trusting him thinking that he's going to be messing around with you because that's not what this is about. It's about you having a place in his life that is on a level above the relationships that he has with other women. Meaning you don't want to feel like you only are able to fulfill a portion of what he needs and therefore he needs to seek out the the other needs needs that he has in his life from other people, right? That puts you in a Mm -hmm. really, really terrible position. And I don't know if you'll ever get over that because you sort of need to feel whole. You don't need to be his absolute everything because I think that that's a little bit unhealthy as well. But I think that he needs to give you the opportunity to be as much as you can be. And if he has sort of divided up all of his needs in life in between other women and you're just a part of that, I don't think that that's fair either. I think that when you're in a committed relationship, the conversation of boundaries should not be a volatile conversation. The conversation about boundaries mm-hmm. should be, you know, from the heart where you guys can speak honestly with each other about how you feel um, with how the way that he interacts with the other women in his life. I don't think that that's a problem. I don't think that should be a problematic conversation to have. I should think it's a healthy conversation to have.
3: Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it.
5: My girl, okay. you take
3: care. Thank you. You guys
5: too. Raws and mochas fix my life
3: on Kiss
5: too many people out there doing too much for social media, so be careful, everyone. As I tell you the story of a woman in the UK who was in the car with her friend, her friend was driving, and this woman was sitting in the passenger seat mm-hmm. and started hanging out the passenger window oh, on a busy God. highway
7: Idiot. Yeah.
5: for a Snapchat video and fell out of the car onto the highway. Of course. She didn't get hurt. She didn't get killed. Thankfully, she didn't get hurt or she didn't get killed. She didn't get killed. She didn't get seriously injured. Like she wasn't hit by a car or anything like that. But traveling on a very busy highway, hanging out the window, all for Snapchat. I stepped the wrong way off a curb. I feel it
7: for a week. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? You know when the drop's a little bit more than what you thought it was mentally? Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Twist an ankle on my way down, man. And listen to this. Something
5: I didn't know? 259 people worldwide died while taking selfies between 2011 and 2017, according to a study published in the Journal of Family Medicine and Primary Care. Researchers found that the most selfie deaths occurred in India, followed by Russia, the U.S., and Pakistan. Most of the victims under the age of 30 Mm -hmm. and were men. Yeah. Most of them were were dudes because yeah, we do stupid things. Last year, four members of the same family drowned at a dam in India
7: after slipping into the water while trying to take a selfie. Yeah, dumb. Uh, have you watched the Social Dilemma yet on Netflix? It's on my list. Watch I'm probably it, gonna watch, watch it tonight. It. And if you are a parent that has like a tween kid in your house, watch it with them. Yeah, watch okay. it first. Watch it first so you can get a handle on it, and then you're gonna go and you're gonna do your own research. You're gonna figure out who these people are. You're gonna yeah. have some questions afterwards, and then sit your kid down and watch this with them. Trust okay. me. Yeah. All right. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
9: Matthew, can you come here? I have to read to you.
10: Bedtime with the damn on the Roz and Mocha show. They frolic in their underwear in downtown Toronto. Two men who are lovers who like to read in bed. So let's check in with the damn to see what they have read.
2: Yo, we
7: haven't heard that song in forever. Bedtime with the Dammit's a huge fan favorite on this show. Uh, It started years ago, as we were saying, with Dammit Maureen, his then fiancé Dammit Matthew, where they would go through some of the classics. They'd curl up in bed, they'd get their jammies on, they'd get on the blankets, and they would read children's stories. And then, because they're the Dammit's, they would just argue about the true meaning and moral of the books. And it's hysterical.
5: Uh, Past readings include Goodnight Moon, Love You Forever, The Giving Tree. which one made you cry the most, Maureen? Love I love you, you forever. forever. Oh, yeah. Right, that's right. Uh, they also read uh, the story of Hanukkah. They read Christmas shoes. Oh God!
7: Christmas they read one shoes. Call,
5: just me and my mom.
7: Isn't that one where the she dies? Christmas yeah. shoes. Oh, yeah, spoiler yeah. alert! Uh, so the <laughs> that's latest that's not <laughs> <shoes>. <laughs> the latest what one. Spoiled Christmas shoes.
5: The latest one got now is by uh, LeBron James, NBA champ, LA Laker superstar number one New York Times best-selling book is called I Promise. And this is what the Damits decided to read and therefore discuss. Matthew? Oh, no. No. That's what you've been
10: doing in here, getting ready for a bedtime story? Yes. How
9: else are we supposed to sleep unless I tell you a story?
10: Today's book (laughs) is called I Promise by LeBron James... Okay, wait. I know that name. LeBron James. I think he's a basketball player. I don't even ask me for what team, though, because I don't know. Neither do I, but you're right. <laughs> I promise to work hard and do what's right, to be a leader okay, in wait, this game sorry. of life. I know we're like husbands, but your like head is like so close to my head right now, we look like Siamese twins. <laughs> you know, like...
9: I have to read. I promise to work hard and do what's right, to be a leader in this game of life. I promise to go to school and read as much as I can to follow the rules and respect the game plan. I promise to run full court and show up each time to get right back up and let my magic shine. I promise to be open and try new things, enjoy the happy that change can bring. I promise to wear a big smile and use kindness when I speak, to remain strong yet humble with every win and defeat. I promise to ask for help whenever I need it, to reach for my star even when I can't see it. I promise to cross bridges and break down
10: walls, to rise with the sun and learn from it the sounds falls. Sounds like it could be a rap, you know? <laughs> I promise to cross bridges and break down walls, to rise with the sun and learn from the falls, you know? <laughs> a bad rap, wasn't it? I promise to be <laughs> courageous. It's, it's a word. It's called courageous. I promise to be. I promise to be courageous. Court. Okay. I promise to be courageous. Cor-
9: <laughs> to be free. To strive for greatness. I
10: promise to be me.
9: That's the end. Hmm. What do you think this is
10: about? Oh. No, this book's deep. This book's deep. It is. It's nailed it right on the hammer. You know. I mean, I think you can learn a thing or two about promises.
1: What do you
9: mean?
10: Well, oh. I'm just saying. Oh. I you know, promise to take out the trash, then I have to remind you five times. Okay, but what do you think this is about? This is about promises, making promises to yourself, and being who you are. LeBron James. Does he still play basketball, or is he retired? No, he still plays. Okay, but what should we end on? We should end on how beautiful of a book this is. I promise to always love you. Okay, great.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and now, ladies and gentlemen, uh... it's bedtime with the dammets. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
5: Hello, hello. This is the Roz and Mocha Show. What's your name?
0: Hi,
5: this is Rashmi. What's up, Rashmi? How are you? Is that Mocha? Yo.
0: So I want to know, how did...
7: Maury get back in the bedroom How did Maury get back oh. oh Cause Maury forever had been sleeping on the couch Maury get back in here
5: Yes because Maury and uh, David Matthew his husband They got a dog at the beginning of the year yeah. And um and the dog. What was the story again? The dog was making too much noise, or the dog was trying to get in the bedroom, and then Matthew kicked you out. What happened? The dog would sleep on the bed
9: in the floor of the living room. Right. And if it needed anything, then I had to be there for it to let me know if it needed a sandwich or something. Right. <laughs> because it <laughs> um, Mort- was
5: always barking and stuff. Right <laughs> in the middle of the night.
7: Yeah, and Matthew didn't want to be disturbed. Right. <laughs> Yeah, so Maury had to, had been sleeping on the couch for weeks and weeks and weeks. Are you back permanently now in the bedroom or no? I am. You are? Except for weekends. Oh, why? <laughs> <laughs>
2: because on weekends. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> because
9: on weekends, I tend to fall asleep on the couch anyway. So Matthew yeah. will just leave the dog with me and then he'll go to bed.
7: Oh, okay. Right? So no How, hap- how no- did the
2: transition happen?
7: Yeah, what was that first night like? Did you ask if you could go back in the bedroom or did it just happen? No, we started like moving his, Andy's
9: beds into other parts of the condo. So gotcha. he has a bed now on Matthew's side of the bedroom. Okay. Like so he could sleep right by Matthew and so I figured, well, what, what the hell? If everyone's in the bedroom, I must <laughs> go back to the bedroom too. So hold on here. So Andy,
7: your, the dog was invited before you were to come and sleep in the That's bedroom? That's right, because Matthew wanted the dog near him. Wow.
9: they were the best of friends. Now, That's
5: did true. Matthew and Andy, the dog, did they sleep in the room, in the bedroom before you were allowed to go back in? No, no, no was we'll it like happened. night 1 with Andy in the bedroom, you were also in the bedroom.
7: I was also there. We all oh, moved okay. back. Yeah, yeah, well, who's going to get Matthew a sandwich if he needs one in <laughs> <of> the <variety? laughs> Yeah, true. You know, Andy can't do it. <laughs> so so you're back in, and how's that been for you?
9: It's it's um it's not bad. Except Matthew goes to bed super late. He goes to bed at like two two thirty in the morning. Right. And the thing is, he'll talk to Andy and 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 wake me. Like he'll be like, "Okay, I love
7: you. I love you. Okay, bed. Go to bed. Okay, go to sleep. Go to sleep. Go to sleep." Does she? Does he show more affection towards Andy than he does to yes. you? Yes. Okay. <laughs> to Finish my sentence. <laughs> like, do you get any of that before he falls asleep? Like, does he lean no, over and tell left. you that he loves you? No. he
9: uses all his love on the dog all of his Uh, love on uh, the (laughs) dog lastly they were cuddling on the couch there was no room for me
5: (laughs) oh where'd you have to sit like on the floor
9: no I slept on the chaise yeah
5: (laughs) (laughs) aww yo and now like your dream we've said forever your dream since you started dating Matthew Uh, and then eventually got married was to always, always, always get a dog. You kept getting shot down every single year and now you finally got the dog and that dog didn't even love you. And we discussed (laughs) divorce (laughs) once, like what would happen. Who did? Matthew and
9: I. Okay. Like, like, you know, we joke sometimes, like, oh, you know, if I ever got divorced. Hysterical.
2: (laughs) Right? And Matthew
9: said that he would keep the dog. He would get the (laughs) dog. He would get the dog? (laughs)
2: Yes. (laughs) But I have to
9: keep paying for the vet bills.
5: <laughs> so there you go, Rashmi. There's the answer to your question. Amazing. Amazing. Wow. Thank you, guys. All right. You have a wonderful day. You too. Bye-bye.
1: This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
5: Two-night finale of America's Got Talent on City Tonight is night one. The entire country will be paying attention, Roz, because of this young lady who has just captured, like, all yeah. the judges' hearts. Roberta Matalia, only 11 years old, has a voice like this.
7: She sings this song. <laughs> you know what I
5: mean? uh, <laughs> incredible. She is 11. She's from Canada. Million are, dollars
7: up for grabs this year, too, on oh AGT. Oh, man. And we are
5: such big fans of her. Roberta Batalia, welcome to the
6: Raza
7: Show. How are you?
6: I'm good. How are you? Hi, Raza Mocha. Hello. <laughs>
7: How are you feeling right now?
6: I am feeling so excited. I'm feeling so amazed, shocked that I'm in the finals at AGT. And I just feel so excited to perform again. And uh, it's going to be my last performance. So hopefully it goes well. I are hope you, I you guys.
5: Are you allowed to say what? What you're performing
6: Can you tell us No unfortunately oh. not It's oh, a surprise okay. And it, that's why You gotta stay tuned <laughs> Is it? Is it
7: something That you've done before
6: Um, Well it is something That I've done before And you know It's a great song That I hope Sends a nice message To uh, the, the viewers Watching AGT okay. And uh, the, the singer Of the song is, uh, is a wonderful person too So Aww. I hope the, the audience likes it yeah.
7: Where do you get The confidence from Because I, I, I want to get Your opinion So maybe you can help out you know a few other kids your age who don't have that thing where they can stand on a stage and, and they're terrified of putting themselves out there and they're terrified of failure where do you get this from like what is your mindset before you go out and and perform
6: Really, i really don't know where i get this confidence from i guess it's just my personality i mean it has to be a very positive one and you always have to go with the mind like determination is a really big um, thing that you have to have in life yeah. I was really determined to uh go on AGT and I wanted to chase my dream and here I am now and I'm in the finals. So it's really important to be here. I feel really grateful. And uh, never be afraid of fa- failure. Never, uh, never have any, any nerves. Just go on the stage and do your best.
5: Roberta Battaglia is on the Raza Moga show. She's a finalist on AGT tonight uh, on City TV. Is night one of the two night
7: finale? How much does the winner get? What's the what's the grand prize if you win this whole thing?
6: One million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> <You got it. laughs> And all the finalists go to go to Vegas. girl, you're too young for Vegas. No, 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 you're too young for Vegas. You're too
5: young for Vegas. Your parents can enjoy (laughs) that trip. Trust me. Uh so where while you're out there for AGT where are you and your family staying
6: Well um we're staying at a at a hotel here in Universal uh in, in Universal City and it's yeah. really really fun because it's at Universal Studios oh so it's a change because usually the live shows are done at Dolby Theater yeah. in uh Hollywood but we are still in Hollywood and we are it's it's a big change and uh, change is good.
5: So, what are you guys doing with your when when you're there at the hotel? Like, what are you doing throughout the day when you're not doing AGT stuff? Like, do you get kind of like the run of Universal, or do you have to stay isolated in your in your hotel?
6: Well, there's a few days of isolation, and then we start with um, rehearsal. We start with choreography, um, uh, song uh, song choice. Um, you know, filming. Interviews and press and stuff like that. So it's really very really busy. There's a lot of hard work behi- uh, behind it, and um, you know everyone's been working really really hard.
7: So. Uh, I hear you didn't mention um, any of the Zoom classes that you have to do for school in your busy schedule.
6: Yeah, well, um, I will have to start doing that as well. Uh-huh. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> hey, Roberta, are your, are your folks
6: there? Oh, my parents are here.
5: Can we talk to one of them real quick? Well oh they want to talk to you, mom and yeah, dad.
6: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
5: Hi, Roz. Hi Mocha. Hi, Mrs. Battaglia. How proud are Gabriela, you? Gabriella, Gabriella, yeah. Gabriella, okay, Gabriella. Yeah. What's this journey been like for you and your family watching Roberta go through the AGT process?
6: While it's been uh, so surreal, overwhelming um, just to see your daughter uh, going for her dream, really, um, it's been just a fantastic experience. Just to see her up on stage, um, knowing that this was her a dream come true for her, and she's so determined, and um, we we are very very proud of her.
7: Love, just between the three of us, uh, what okay. how, if she does win this, all of this, and it's a million dollars? How much does yes. she get right away? How much did you guys keep until she's much older? Like what? Like have you guys um, had that conversation? Of listen, if you win all this, of course you're going to get some, but what's that <laughs> sum? What's that number that she gets to piss away? Right away?
6: Well, we don't know yet. Um, she keeps saying that, yes, I want to help mommy and daddy, but, like, you know, most of it will go away for her uh, for schooling, um, studying vocals, piano. But, um, you no, know, we still haven't planned all of that. And we, um, you know, we're just living day by day, so uh, yeah, we don't yeah. know what's gonna happen, right? So. God, you
7: guys are all so incredible, and I know that as parents, we try and protect our kids from you know, Correct. just failure and embarrassment and, and all of this stuff and to just see how she goes out on that stage and just crushes it every single day like, it's so huge that you guys have just built this human that is capable of that and has just captured everybody's you know, hearts and imagination and you know, her, her courage is infectious and I think that you guys are a hell of a set of parents and she's uh, she's a great kid, and just the best of luck.
6: She made it very easy for us. Let's just say that. Yeah. Aww, can we say one final thing to Roberta? We can't. You can. Oh, thank Hold you. on. <laughs> thank you very much. And we love you guys. Uh,
5: we love I'll you. We will be right back.
4: <laughs> okay. Hi, guys. Okay, so
5: listen. You are going to kill it on that AGT stage. You have no idea yeah. how proud we are of you. The entire country is behind you. And uh, just go out there with the confidence that you have, with that voice that you have, and just show the judges who you really are.
6: Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you, Mocha. Thank you, Ron. You got it. <laughs> Roberta Battaglia from AGT,
5: everybody. Good luck, and we love you. Oh, we love you, too. Bye.
1: (laughs) This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
7: Uh, Hey, it's the anniversary of Friends today. Huh? The anniversary of Friends 26 years ago. Oh. 94. Friends debuted on NBC. Yo. Ran for how many seasons, Mocha? How long was Friends on the air for? Mm. How long do you remember it being on the air for? Like eight or nine? Yeah, 10 years. I still watch
9: it every day. You do? do? Every. Yeah, My my wife
5: loves Friends. They rerun it on like... Every channel, a bunch like three different channels. Really? Yeah, they're sure. on three different channels, and she'll still like have it on in the background. Yeah, and she watched the entire series three years ago when our son was born, and she was just like in the nursery all day. Yeah, and all night. Yeah, and she had it on on Netflix. Really? I've yeah, read three books on Friends too. The
7: I don't I can't relate to it anymore. I, I find it, I, there's nothing interesting in Friends. There's still some for funny, funny right parts now.
5: I don't have that much of an attachment to it, but I will say... Mainly because
7: they don't drink. Yeah.
5: <laughs> they drank once when they went to Vegas in yeah. that
7: episode. And then you remember when the like they introduced one character who drank and it was supposed to be a teachable moment for everybody when they had fun Bobby? <laughs> <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's supposed to be like this big, like, oh, drinking's bad. But I'm like, you're telling me that there's like six good looking 30 somethings all living in new york in the 90s and none of them drink i
5: know only coffee
7: right that's it like i understand we were all drinking coffee cuz the coffee shop was all the rage back then but really
5: but just can't relate of friends and like the reunion i'm actually kind of sick of friends now
7: yeah i've been I sick think, of friends for a long I think time it, man
5: in the past like i don't know 7 months or so yeah with the amount of friends' talk that there's been and friends' news that there's been,
7: yeah. it actually turned <laughs> me off from the, from the show now. If you want to watch a great... Did you ever watch episodes? Of? That show. It's called Episodes.
2: Oh! Yeah. <laughs> oh. No.
7: You, ever, you never watched episodes? No, what's that? Okay, so Episodes was uh, a show on HBO, I think it was, years ago. It hasn't been on for about four years now, but they did like three or four seasons. And... Episodes episode starred Matt LeBlanc, but it was Matt LeBlanc playing Matt LeBlanc. Okay. Okay. So, so he was himself. So it was Matt LeBlanc playing Joey from Friends. Like everybody's like, oh my God, it's Joey from Friends. But oh, he so was, he's,
5: he's playing like a version of his yes. himself? Yes. Okay. So,
7: so the premise of the show was that there was this super famous um, British comedy And they bought the rights to it and they were doing the American version of it. And everybody, you know how everybody hated the American version. Oh my God, the American version sucks. So the American version was being shot in the US starring Matt LeBlanc. He got the role and the creators of the show were super pissed off because the original character was like old. He was like seven years old, but they cast hot Matt LeBlanc. But Matt LeBlanc, everybody is like, oh my God, it's Joey from Friends. And Matt LeBlanc's character in episodes is such an a-hole. Oh, really? Oh my God, he is the... But so that, like, Matt LeBlanc, to me, doing that show, which if you haven't seen it, watch it, is the best part of the ending of Friends because Matt LeBlanc's actual talent of playing Joey you realize how different Matt LeBlanc is and what his range is where everybody else who's ever played another character is still kind of the same Yeah, like even when Jennifer Aniston does like she can do a drama she can do a comedy yeah. she can do whatever She's it's, still it's still always sort of Rachel. just Rachel Yeah, it's a, just a different version of Rachel where Matt LeBlanc is like he was the true talent on that show in my opinion like absolutely oh. the true talent on that I show I thought Ross was Ross? I just liked his, his isms no, Ross. Nobody, nobody's favorite was Ross. Yeah. Right? I yes. Loved Ross. <laughs> nobody's favorite. Maybe like maybe top three, but nobody's favorite was yeah. Ross. Number one was
5: it went Rachel, uh, and then Courtney Cox, and then Lisa Kudrow. No, sorry, Joey. Then Phoebe.
7: Really, I huh? I would say, yeah. No, yeah, C- mine was
9: Ross then Phoebe.
7: F- Ross then Phoebe? What? That's yeah. so weird. Wow, man. What show were you watching? Did the your dad Ross, like, edit out the parts that were funny?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
7: <laughs> six minutes of Ross.
1: <laughs> this is the Ross and Mocha Show podcast.
7: Uh, Jim and Kimmel returned to TV last night. Yeah. Why? Because did it? Well, no. It's just the time. It's the week. Oh. It was after the Emmys and everything else. But uh, is he back in studio? He is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He is, he is. doing
5: virtual uh, virtual audience as
7: well. Or just I don't studio? know what his studio looked like. It was just. I think it was just staff. Oh, okay. Because I don't think that that late night vibe sort of does well with people on Zoom and stuff like yeah. that. I think you got to kind of like... A no one's of, logging on for that. No, I think you need a cooler vibe when you're when you're doing that show. But uh, this is a little bit of Kimmel from last night.
8: Hey, I'm Jimmy and guess what? I'm back. I'm back and... Um, we don't have an audience, so we have a staff. We had an audience, right? At one time, there used to be people that would come to this room. Okay. Well, this is our first show from our studio since March of uh, 2018, I think. I've been at home For the last few months, working on a COVID vaccine, I'm very close. But uh, now, like the McRib, I am back at work. It's weird being back (laughs) in an office after six months at home. We're being very careful. They divided our office into zones. We have Zone A, Zone B, and Zone C. It's like, I'm I'm not sure if I'm hosting a show or boarding a Southwest Airlines flight. (laughs) Everyone's wearing masks with the uh, clear plastic face shields. Uh, Yes, it it looks like, everyone looks like they're in a Daft Punk cover band here at this... (laughs)
7: Oh. Right? <laughs> Do you imagine if you were on the staff and you just hated Jimmy Kimmel, but they know. they stick you out on the floor and they like, like clap and laugh? Yeah, they you know need I mean? you. We need you laugh think, at the punch lines. Yeah, not that I think people hate Jimmy Kimmel. Also, like there's the people that are on the floor probably wrote that joke. Totally. Like how funny could it be? Yeah, they know they know right? what's coming up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but
5: uh, the Emmys, you know did, what though? Yeah, I, I will say I it's like got to be it's got to be
7: tough for them to go out there oh, when bro. you're
5: used to performing in front of a crowd yeah. and. You now they're just there with co-workers. And
7: don't get me wrong, when you do go to those shows, they still tell you when to laugh.
5: Oh, absolutely. The whole right. giant signs oh, to say applause. The
7: yeah, they right. come out and they're like, I need you to scream before Jimmy gets out here. And then they record it. And then when he tells a joke that bombs, they just play the recording of you. Yeah, you know, right? it's And I would be pissed off because I'm like, listen, man, I, did, I will laugh at something that's funny but don't play recording of me laughing earlier about something that actually was funny when something's not funny. Like, that's not right. (laughs) Yeah, you're lying to the people. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) When we went to see uh, Fallon, we went to Fallon
5: in New York, and it was the same thing. It was like a a floor producer or whoever came out and was like, okay, before uh, Fallon comes out here, you know, you guys are going to be animated, you're going to be loud, and this and that, and this and that. And then at one point during a break, they recorded us like all... Like, Jimmy wasn't there, and the band was just like chilling. Yeah. And they recorded us all. Uh,
7: cheering and like yes. shouting and woo! Yes, and people do it because you with the possibility of maybe being on television or you just want to take part. Like everybody just buys into it. As soon as you walk into those studios, everybody oh. everybody just buys into it. That was you me. Could, Are you oh, kidding? Did you? They, oh,
5: that was they put man. They sat me in the aisle. Yeah, Jimmy walk by. Yeah, and he's like, "Hey, how you doing?" I was like, "Jimmy, yeah, I know,
7: What's and, up and my <laughs> wife and I, I Shook his hand and everything. Everybody oh. buys into it. That Everybody. Was great. They, could have, they could have said to you, "Okay, so Mocha, here's what's gonna happen. What's your name, Mocha? Okay, cool. Where are you from, Toronto? Oh, hey Toronto. Okay, so anyway, so what's gonna happen is uh, when Jimmy walks down, I need you to take the guy beside you." And you're like, okay, that guy in the wheelchair, like he's like eighty. Okay, I need you to grab him, put him on your shoulders, and start dancing down the yeah. stairs. <laughs> and you'd be like, that sounds dangerous, ladies and gentlemen, Jimmy Kimmel, and you uh, would be yeah. having, you would have a guy who's Get not over here. Yet. Yes, <laughs> oh, no, no, we're gonna dance. Yes, like everybody just buys into <laughs> yeah. it when you're in that environment, yeah, absolutely of a television That's show, me. and it's so
5: wild. <laughs> it bought into it.
1: This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
5: Welcome to the first day of fall, everybody. Yeah, it's
7: happening today,
5: huh? This is it. In order to celebrate the first day of fall, Damon Mori decided to make some cold calls right across the country. Okay. In an attempt to. Lift people's spirits and tell
7: some fall jokes. Oh, is it because we're depressed that falls? Kind of, it's getting darker earlier. I know. I know that's a little Josh, depressing. Josh, 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 I know. I don't like that Josh, part Josh. of it. So okay. this is part of the reason why, damn
5: it, Maury, wanted to try to cheer people up. Hello. Hi there. It's Maury from the Roz and Mocha Show. Oh, <coughs> how are you, sir? God. I'm very
9: well. How are you? Oh my goodness! Happy first day of fall. Thank you. Same to you. Okay. I'm going to do my intro first. Hang tight, and then I'll tell you a joke, okay? Stay, stay right there, okay? Oh, no. All right. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Roz, what are you talking about? I've been <laughs> falling for you for years. <laughs> if these fall puns won't leaf you smiling, oh, gourd, fall is here. You better believe it. Hi. Are you ready for a joke? Yes, I am. What is the <laughs> cutest season? I don't know. Aw, Tom. Oh, your joke was terrible. Oh. Oh, wow. <laughs> Hello? Yes, my man. Happy first day of fall. <laughs> I've got a joke for you. Why? Because oh. it's the first day of fall. Mm. Are you excited for fall? Um, No,
5: I'm not excited about fall.
9: Why? Fall is fabulous. You know, pumpkin no. spice lattes, fireplaces, cuddling up with the one that you love.
0: I do not drink caffeine.
9: <laughs> Would you like a joke? Maybe that'll make you less crusty. <laughs>
0: So I'm just gonna
9: hang up. Well, let me tell you the joke.
5: Oh, oh this. It is hardcore.
9: Hello. Hey, it's Maury from the Ros and Mocha Show, celebrating fall
2: with a joke.
0: Oh no, I haven't got the time for it, Maury. Thank you so much. You yeah, anyway. for a quick joke. A very quick joke. Oh, thank you so much for calling. Okay.
5: Oh, it's so polite <laughs> it's not though, at least. No, not at no. all. Hello.
9: Happy first day of fall. Same to you. <laughs> what did the tree say to Autumn? Uh, have no idea. Leave me alone. Did you like that?
1: Yeah, it's, it's quite nice.
12: Uh-oh. Hello, who is this?
9: What do you call a tree that doubts fall is coming?
12: I
6: am unaware of the answer.
9: Okay, <laughs> it is in disbelief.
6: Yes, but they are spelled differently. One is spelled L-E-A-F, the other spelled L-I-E-F.
9: Okay, happy fall.
10: <laughs> Hello, Warren Lee Stevens. Hi, knock knock. Can I help you with something, or um, I'm no. just uh, I'm I'm just in the middle of something right now.
9: Knock knock. Who's there? Olive. Olive who? Olive looking at the autumn leaves. Uh. Didn't resignate. Olive is instead <laughs> of I love. Uh huh. Cause it's the first day of fall I love
2: the autumn leaves Yeah I love love. Yeah
1: Yeah. Okay I mean it's kind of (laughs) close All right. Happy Um. fall (laughs) Hello Happy
9: uh, first day of fall Thank you so much How do leaves get from place to place The wind blows No just go I don't know Oh I don't know Very good Okay so we'll start again How do leaves get from place to place I don't know With autumn mobiles with automobile? Yeah, because it's fall, which is autumn, so like, oh. like automobile. Oh, autumn. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: ah. <laughs> Success.
1: This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
7: Time Magazine's 100 Most Influential People of 2020, that was released. Oh, nice. Uh, yesterday. And a couple things. One, Taylor Swift was praising Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Uh, on her own channels, which is great because Phoebe Waller-Bridge is incredible. Did you watch Fleabag? I did not. You did not. You and no. Jenna should watch Fleabag. Fleabag is good? So, I mean, I oh my like, god! Dude, at the uh, the award show last year cleaned
5: up. Or actually, all the award shows.
7: Yeah, I think everyone was talking about it. It's really really good. It's really fun. It's a great show to watch, like as a couple. Yeah, it's super because okay. they're quick. There's there's they're very fast episodes, and there's only two seasons. Oh okay. So it's not like a huge investment in your life. What's it about? I don't even know. Just, just watch it. Okay. It's a girl who's just like messed up, but awesome and doing her best. And it's crazy. It's so, it's so much fun. It's such a great show and emotional and everything else. Um, couple of the names on times, time magazines, uh, most hundred most influential people. The weekend is on there for musicians. Halsey's on there. Jennifer Hudson's on there. Selena Gomez is on there. Michael B. Jordan is on there. Ali Wong is on there. Fauci, Dr. Anthony Fauci's on there. Biden's on there. Trump's on there. Angela Merkel's on there. Gabrielle Union is on there. And then you get to Megan the Stallion. Yeah. Yes, sir. Savage. Yes, sir. Megan the Stallion, one of Time Magazine's most 100 influential people. I'm like a a girl's girl And I
10: love to support women When I was younger I only hung around my grandma My aunt and my mom Like I didn't really hang around a lot of kids For the first 8 years of my life My dad was in jail we weren't rich, but my mom made me feel like we were rich. Like she took care of me, and my grandmother helped, and my great grandmother helped, and they were working these regular jobs, and they were just trying the best they could to just make me feel like I was a princess. If you have an issue with what I'm saying, Ooh. don't listen to
9: it.
2: Okay. Tune
10: out, because I didn't ask you to tune in. <laughs> I love, you know, the fact that we have so many women in music right now. So, like, I just feel like it's better to work together because we can really just take over all of this. (laughs) Oh,
1: man.
7: There you go. Megan Thee Stallion, one of Time Magazine's 100 Most Influential People of 2020.
1: I love her. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast.
5: Kara, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Good, welcome back to the Roz and Mocha Show. Here is the text that we got from Kara, Roz, mm-hmm. because we talked to Kara back in July. Okay. And her story is that they, uh, her and her family unexpectedly had to put their dog down. Oh. She said, it was such a difficult time and my kids and I spent weeks crying off and on. I didn't think I would get another dog for a really long time, but Roz talked about how it really helped his girlfriend, Catherine, and daughter, Roxy, after they had to put their cat down to get a new kitten. So, not long after speaking with you guys, Guys, I made the move and started looking for another dog. Oh, no. So, Kara, <laughs> what is the update?
4: Uh, well, I just got her on the weekend.
5: Yay! Uh. <laughs> what kind of pop and what's her name?
4: Uh, She is a Morkie, so she is part Maltese, part Yorkie. Yeah. And she's one and a half pounds right now. Oh, oh my wow. God. so tiny. <laughs> yeah. She's so tiny. Her name's Piper. Piper, nice. I love it. Yeah, and uh, I surprised my boys with her yesterday after school. They didn't know they were going to get her. Aww.
5: Aww. And what was that like when they when they saw little Piper?
4: Oh, oh They were so excited. I taped it, like I videoed it. And, yeah. um, you know, they've been through so much in the last uh, few months, not just with COVID and losing their dog, but, you know, just other family hardships and whatnot. So this was the first time. Sorry, I'm I getting all choked up even no, now. go ahead. <laughs> it was the first time. That I've seen them light up like that in a really long time. Yeah, like they were, um, they were just so happy, smiling, laughing, giggling. They're just they were in their glory. Yeah, and it was just amazing to see. It was, I'm, I'm, I'm so happy for them. What you,
7: what you oh. did was a great mom move on so many levels. Big time. Now, let oh.
4: me guess, like zero homework
5: got done yesterday when they got home, huh?
4: Oh, zero homework. I mean, I forgot how <laughs> hard it was to have a puppy. Oh, like, it's, it's atrocious for the first night and she didn't sleep and it oh. was like all night crying and yeah. And then I tried to go to work and I mean my house is destroyed I yes
7: <laughs> yes our cat like Moo Moo who's the, 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 the little boy that we brought in after Coco died Um, Mumu just turned one. He just had his birthday on Sunday. And he is still a holy terror. So he runs up the wall. Yeah. Right? Like a spider. So so he he runs down the hallway and as he's going around a corner, instead of doing that thing like you see in cat videos on Instagram where they just slide on their ass and Uh then they make the corner, he doesn't stop. (laughs) And what he does is he runs down the hallway, doesn't stop, but instead he jumps and then turns the corner while running sideways on the wall until he gets to the stairs and then he jumps off the wall and starts going down the stairs. So he does this huge loop, right? And he is an absolute holy terror. But I will tell you, and I look at him all the time and I'm like, my man, you are a, an, a beast, but you are so good for this family. I love yeah. what you do with the space Aww. in this house because <laughs> yeah. you just you make everything fun again because you're an absolute psycho and he is the he's he's such a shining uh i don't even know just like a thing in our house that is he's a mood changer he absolutely is and i hope that the new pup for you guys is that uh, is that same thing
4: yeah so far she like so far so good and i think it'll continue to be that way like, she's so feisty i was expecting like this little especially because she's only a pound and a half right now i was expecting a shy little innocent girl yeah. And I ended up with my three boys incarnate of the dog because she's just wild,
5: and it's so going to continue that way too.
4: Oh boy! Like yeah, it's, it's and she was alone for the very first time yesterday because I had to go to work, and um, she trashed her playpen like she just <laughs>
2: oh no, just had a little
4: water dish upside down, chewed apart her her puppy pad. Oh, she! It was just it was like it was like a tornado went through the thing she was so but <laughs> but
5: the but kara you love having that little tornado in the oh, house I now do. don't you
4: I do i yeah. really do i, do I don't I even do. want to work today so because <laughs> i just miss her so much already uh, yeah, glad so. the things we're glad the things worked
5: out thank you very much well, for was, reaching out yeah, and, uh, that was and all letting you us know guys.
4: yeah that was all you guys because i was not going to get a dog until i heard that story and i thought oh you know what it is a good mom move it's it's not yeah. just about me it's for the kids and yeah. you know, yeah. it's, it's so it's great so thank you both very much nah, love you, you lots kara thanks so much love you guys too thanks so much
1: Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me?
6: Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz
1: and Mocha
5: got you. So Zach, what up? It's Roz and Mocha. What's
12: going on? How are you, man? <laughs> not bad. Not bad.
7: Brother, you got problems, huh?
12: A little bit. Like, it, it's just weird, man. Like...
7: Oh, I feel for you. So you wrote us this, Roz and Mocha Fix My Life. My girlfriend and I have been together for almost five years and her mom still keeps my girlfriend's ex around. Damn. Her mom bent over backwards to get my girl's ex a job in real estate with her. How can I tell her mom to stop communicating with this guy?
12: Yeah, see, it's, it's weird. Like, I just, I don't know what to do about it. Like, I don't know how to approach it. Did they have kids? No, no.
5: Now, when you said that your girl's mom bent over backwards for her ex to get a job... Uh, in real estate. Was it to get a job working with the mom or to get a job with your girlfriend?
12: No, like her mom is in real estate so she got this guy a job at her like real estate firm, I guess.
5: How uh, does your girlfriend feel about all this?
12: She thinks it's weird too, but like she's kind of thinks like, oh, it's my mom's life, like she can do her, like I don't want anything to do with this guy.
5: Yo, yeah. does her mom, you think, like have a thing for this guy? Oh, my okay. God. <laughs> <laughs>
12: Honestly, I've thought that same thing. I'm like, <laughs> oh, Your mom yeah. and this guy Come might on, be, man. you know, because, like, the parents just got divorced. Oh, too, so. my God, bro. No, and you're looking at me like I'm crazy?
7: No, no, no. no. I just didn't know if we were going to go there, but let's Come go on, there. man.
12: <laughs> Oh, I've already gone there.
7: Yeah, interesting, <laughs> interesting.
12: But so, no, like, because we're still like we're young, right? We're only twenty four.
7: Yeah.
12: Um, we would. Her younger sister played hockey, so we'd go to like all these game, her hockey games, and this dude would be there with her mom before like we even got there, and like when they the parents, her parents had separated. This guy would be there when I wasn't there to help move. Oh, wow. Interesting. Okay, yeah. so hold on here. So you've been, so
7: you're 24, right? And you've been, yes. you've been with her for how long?
12: Four and a half, almost five years. So
7: she was like 1920 when you guys hooked up. So how long was
12: she with this guy for? That was like a high school relationship.
7: Oh, so there's like a little mothering thing going on. Like she knew this guy when he was a kid, right? Yeah. And she probably helped him out a lot, like a mother figure in his life, all this stuff. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'll say this. I mean, we can go the other way of where they may be having an affair. Who knows? That's like, that, that's, that's a whole, that's going to ruin Christmas. Um, I think that a lot of this is up to your girlfriend. Um, you shouldn't have to be the one to tell your girlfriend's mom to stop bringing this guy up. Uh, this is up to your girlfriend and your girlfriend. If it bothers you this much, she can't have the attitude of it's her life and she's just doing her. Uh, she has to be the one that steps in and says, Hey, listen, I get that you built a relationship with him and people have relationships and you're going to have relationships outside of my relationships and the family. And I get that he's an ex and you guys have known each other for a while and you have this bond. That's cool. But you need to not bring that into this house and you need to not bring it into my relationship because it's really, it's really weird. It's awkward. Like your girlfriend is the one that needs to step up. She can't just say that she's living her own life.
12: Well, like as far as I know, they have talked about it and like He's not really around, but it's just the fact that I know that he's like in the picture and that her mom almost seems like she'd rather spend time with this dude as opposed to her (laughs) daughter's boyfriend.
7: Does this guy have a girlfriend or no?
12: Uh I don't I don't think so. But her mom's got a boyfriend. Yeah. She's got an actual boyfriend that's like, you know, her age sort of thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Now, is this
5: guy ever at the house when you aren't there but your girlfriend is
12: so there was the one time like when they were getting stuff out of their old house like where they had lived with their mom and dad i was at work and then she was there and then i guess as they were finishing up this dude showed up
7: i'll say there's not a lot you can do yeah Because it doesn't sound like you have that relationship with your with her mom and that sort of no, happens.
12: it's that, never that, really, it's been yeah. kind of touch and go with her and I and, and for that, a while. And
7: that comes with age because I remember when I was younger and I was in my early 20s where you'd be in a relationship and and, and, and and somebody's parents are still very much parental, right? Where now at the age that I am, if I needed to have a difficult conversation with Catherine's mom, we could have it no problem. We could sit down yeah. like adults and we could sit and talk about it. But that's because, you know, we're both older, right? But you can't do this yeah. when you're in your early 20s. You just don't have those relationships with people. So this is 100%, I would say, if it's bothering you that much and you've been together for this long, this is up to your girl to sort of figure out and, and step up. And if the mom is unwilling to to budge, I mean, like, do you want her to fire this guy? Like, what? Like, how far do you want the mom to take it?
12: Well, like, I don't, I don't know. I just kind of want to know what the deal is. Let me ask you this question: Is he hot? I mean, I'm, I don't swing that way, so like, I don't think so. But he's not a bad looking dude. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. okay. Uh, Yeah, this is a tough situation, man.
7: But I don't think that there's much that you can do other than just to to keep, you know, having open conversations with your girlfriend about, you know, how this weirds you out. But other than the fact, like, if he's not coming around anymore, if the mother, if her mother isn't bringing him up while you're at the house. If he's not, if you don't feel that you're constantly being compared to this guy, if it's just the fact that she has an outside relationship with him, I don't know what you do in this, in in this spot. I really don't.
12: And like, I guess my main concern is because like I said, we've been together for so long, you know, it's, it's starting to get to that point where I'm starting to think like, Hey, maybe this might, it's getting close to that time for asking that question. And Mm. my concern with that is, is like, if we, got married or if we like I go ahead with asking this question that her mom's somehow gonna bring this guy into the picture again <laughs> oh, wow no. No,
7: you guys can prevent all of that you and your girl can
12: prevent all of that all right. Yeah. All right, Zach. I know what you're about to ask. Oh.
5: <laughs> <laughs> what? I actually wasn't, but <laughs> it seems like you want to answer the question uh-huh. between Roz and Mocha. Who's your favorite? And you're not allowed to say your girlfriend's ex-boyfriend.
7: <laughs> <laughs> no, you're I not allowed to say. You're say not that. allowed to say your girlfriend's mother. <laughs>
12: <laughs> <laughs> That's a tough question, but I'm gonna have to go with Roz just because. Uh, You're like old man wisdom, you know what I mean? Like, you always to know what to say. Just stop, just
2: shut up. Just
7: stop, okay? All that was. Nobody asked why, okay? Nobody Nobody asked why, man. All right, dude. Uh, All
12: right, guys. Thanks, Zach. Take care, dude. Bye.
7: Take
12: care. Bye. (laughs) and
1: mochas
7: fix my life
1: on Kiss.
7: Hey, Mocha. Yeah. Are you ready? Hell yeah. Let's
2: do the news.
7: A Roz and Mocha show.
8: And KISS 92.5 News Break.
7: Uh, Kanye West returned to Twitter after getting kicked off for doxing one of the heads of Forbes magazine. I bet he had nothing to say this time. So he got booted off for 12 hours. It was a temporary suspension because he posted... Uh, Ford uh, Forbes editor Randy Lanes Randall Lanes um, personal contact information on a screenshot, and so you're not allowed to do that. And then he got kicked off. And then after returning yesterday, Kanye, I guess, like poked fun at it by using another screenshot of Randall Lanes contact, except this time the phone number was blacked out, <laughs> and he goes. First, tweet back without the phone number. And then, like just Kanye does with everything else, he then deleted that one too. Like he is a tweet and delete like addict.
5: Yeah. Someone's got to take that man's phone away. Uh, Gatherings in Toronto, in Ontario. Uh, they're going up, let me guess.
7: No, Toronto, Peel, and Ottawa, uh, yes. reduced to 10 inside and 25 outside. All right, let's throw
5: a
2: party to okay. celebrate.
7: the new measures include a $10,000 fine for organizers of illegal gatherings, as well as the current 750 for those who attend those gatherings. Uh, Doug Ford went off yesterday.
4: The question for the minister and for the premier, frankly, question. is that although they claimed that there was a contingency plan in place, where the heck is it
0: and when will we see it?
11: Members so please take your seat.
1: And then he's like, challenge accepted. Premier to reply.
11: Well, Mr. Speaker, I'm sitting across the aisle here and, and listening to the leader of the opposition go on and on and on as everyone's been working their back off. The Minister of Health has been around the clock, standing side by side with me for over five months. Yeah. My question is, as the leader of the opposition Order. is missing in action for five months, nowhere to be found, nowhere to be heard, everyone Order. is cooperating across the country. No matter what political stripe you are, everyone's picking. In, yeah. And then we have the armchair quarterback over there pretending they have all the answers. Oh. You know, Mr. Speaker, I can assure the people of Ontario, we're using every single resource. We're using yes. every single tool Talk at to our study. disposal to make life a lot easier. And when the leader of the opposition Barter. criticizes, it's Oof. not just criticizing us. Opposition, it's criticizing here. the frontline health care he workers. Criticizing the doctors that helped put the plan together. Hey. People in the grocery line that were checking people out as you weren't hiding in your
5: basement.
7: And what? That was uh, his response to Andrew Horwath, by the way, the uh, NDP leader. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was ugly. getting wild. It was getting wild. So ugly. Hey, after president, Masai Ujiri, um, again, we're going through this. Will he resign? Will he not resign? Because I guess he's got, what, one more year on his deal? Is that? Yeah. Uh, that's What's up next the, year? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh,
12: I, I think he'll come. Uh, yeah, uh, when he comes, Grange will, will, will deal with it um, uh, face on. You know, like, uh, but... Uh, as for now, I'm uh, fo- focused on, on on other things, and uh, when that time comes, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll
7: I will deal with it. Ooh, there you go. Um, so we were talking about this—the idea to put Mulan on Disney Plus and have people rent it for like thirty bucks. But this is on top of the thirteen or fourteen, whatever it is that you pay for Disney Plus every yeah. month. And I guess they've released some numbers. And it's looking like Mulan has reportedly, even with all the protests and boycotts going on with Mulan, uh $261 million in what? the US, in the US alone. Really? In the US alone. That See? domestically is more than what Tenant has made worldwide in movie theaters. That's why I'm saying people
5: will be watching more movies if given the option to have those new movies at home
7: yeah I know it's crazy. You know, I mean, I like to see that, but oof, that is a that like is a, I, and this movie had everything going against it. So it's not like this was an absolute slam dunk. As soon as they put this movie up, there was three days of boycott Mulan and boycott Disney based around this movie. Like this movie had hurdles. This wasn't a slam dunk. If it and was a movie, still did two hundred sixty one million dollars.
5: That I really, really wanted to watch. Like if they release like a new Marvel, like a new Spider Man, yeah, right? Yeah, and I already have Disney Plus. And they were like, "Hey, you can get it on Disney Plus, and
7: you got to pay thirty five bucks to get it for two days." Yeah, boom! I'm paying of that course. money. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Tatiana Maslany, has apparently inked a deal to be She Hulk. Nice. I in like an upcoming Disney Plus series. I don't know a lot about She Hulk. I guess I don't, know the, I don't version... know the origins of how She Hulk happened. Is it the same as what happened to Hulk, or is it a different? Yeah. So I think the version that they're going with is that She Hulk.
5: Is the cousin of Bruce Banner. Okay. And she gets infected or gets the same strain of whatever it is he gives. He she gets it from him,
7: basically. Oh, okay. And then she becomes a She Hawk. Like she gets it from him because they're like doing like cousin stuff or No man, okay. like doctor stuff. Okay, not like okay, not like Not playing doctor like, stuff. Okay, not playing doctor stuff. No, okay, cool. That. All right, cool. Okay. <laughs> well, come on! Well, you never know. I don't know where I don't know where they're from or how they grew up. I don't no, know. It's not that kind of origin. Okay, like second cousins don't count, right? No. Like, <laughs> okay, stop. A uh, woman accused of sending ricin, which is a poison, uh, letter addressed to the White House, was arrested at the U.S.-Canada border with a gun. What? Yeah. So now it is in the hands of the FBI. Although the RCMP were initially investigating the letter before uh, being inter- intercepted did not make its way to the White House, but was intercepted on its way. And um, the letter did originate in Canada. So there you go. Laverne Cox was um, censored during her speech last night. She came out to present an award. And they cut out part of what she said. So, this is what was aired last night. This is Laverne Cox. Good evening, everyone.
10: I am living proof of the American dream that anyone in this country can lose the Emmy four years in the same category, and yet somehow end up on this stage presenting an award to someone who probably didn't happens to an American dream deferred? Does it shrivel up like in the sun.
7: So what she said was, I'm living proof of the American dream that anyone in this country can lose the Emmy four years in the same category and yet somehow end up on this stage presenting an award to someone who probably didn't effing vote for me. But only oh. on stage last night, like she didn't say the f word. She said effing, the as word in effing, e f f i n g. Yeah, and that was censored, huh? Maybe we have talked about this before. Remember where I had said that? Remember where I had said that? uh, That like words like the f word are just as bad now as saying the f word. Like yeah, those, yeah. Are, those are considered now or profanity. Were they? Ent- oh no, because it would have been on
5: on a delay. Yeah. So they would have known. Okay, they known. I was gonna say so like I don't, Maybe if they assumed that she was gonna say the full word, that they no, muted her no, because it was only that tiny was little all, part. So what are you
7: saying, Maury? What? Just come in here. I don't know what you're doing, man.
9: Play the top when they're
7: entitled. What is it? Explain, what is it. Get in here, it's please. Sure. Just it's, come in. Just come in. Just sure. come in. It's, it's, I don't. Actual, you're so panicked right now. What is the, the, the matter un-censored with you? Censored clip. Okay. Take a breath. What are we about to listen to?
9: The Cox as it aired in Canada, not censored. So
7: it was not censored in Canada. That's
9: right. Interesting.
10: Good evening, everyone. I am living proof of the American dream that anyone in this country can lose the Emmy four years in the same category and yet somehow end up on this stage presenting an award to someone who probably did not effing vote for me. Oh, interesting.
5: Hmm. But you censor that, I guess, right? I guess. I don't know. Is it, though? It's, this is not offensive to me,
7: at it's least. It's a fine line, I think. Yeah, Maybe and it's the way she said I, And I think that it, it was maybe... I like aggressive? I don't know. I don't know, I don't know but Weird you can't those. start censoring people for aggressive when there's a lot of other stuff that went on. Uh, police intervene after hundreds of people packed an Ancaster parking lot for a street racing event, I guess. Is that what this was going on?
5: Yes.
2: In
7: Hamilton? I heard about it.
5: I saw the lineup of cars. I thought about driving my Honda Pilot out, <laughs> showcase that off, you know what I'm saying? Just got a car wash. Yeah. Yeah. At the Shell gas station. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And you're yeah. like, what up, dogs? Yeah. Check this out. So you didn't go, though? I did not Okay, No, you didn't, huh? I would have been like, nothing custom here. Everything stock, stock radio, right. stock rims. Yeah, sometimes those,
7: those are the sleeper cars, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, this is a.
5: <laughs> like, for real, what y'all doing? This is
7: Hamilton Police Superintendent uh, Will Mason.
5: Once sufficient officers were on scene, they were able to move the participants out of the lots in a safe and orderly manner. The parking lots were cleared of all incidents without incident.
8: There were no incidents of street racing or roadway takeovers. And we thanked the Joint Forces Erase Race team for their invaluable assistance last evening.
5: At the time of the event last night, the goal of the officers was dispersing the crowd as quickly and as safely as possible to mitigate both the risk of street racing and the further spread of COVID-19. Like, come on, Play the beginning y'all. part again? What oh. did he
7: say at the very, very beginning again?
5: Once sufficient officers were on scene, they were able to move the participants out of the lots in a safe and orderly manner. The parking lots were cleared of all incidents without incident. Right. Okay.
7: <laughs> Don't you remember when Maury on this show was talking about something where he said that he successfully succeeded? Oh, hold on. <laughs> Do you have that? Hold on. <laughs> I will never forget that. I will never forget that. That's one of my, one of my favorite moments on this show, when Maury successfully succeeded.
5: Oh yeah, I have it here Okay, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, me, really, Bro, I'm petty I hang on to everything <laughs> Hold on
9: Where is the weather here? Mainly sunny today High of 8 Where do, How do you do this, Roz? Help me out with the weather Do the weather High 21 today Where does it say that? Oh, okay near sixteen. Mm-hmm. Oh, Saturday looks good. Sixteen no, is well. It doesn't. So here's the deal. Before I did this cleanse, that I successfully succeeded.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. Successfully succeeded. I
7: successfully succeeded. Oh. Uh, Emmy audience was the lowest it has ever been. 6.1 million people hmm, Interesting. Uh, tuned in. Everybody's at home, though. <laughs> I know. Right? Sorry, 5.1 million viewers, almost 2 million less than last year's previous record low. So last year was the record low for the Emmys at 6.9 million. Uh, this year was 5.1. However, this is also the first time that the Emmys have ever had to go up against uh, Sunday night football and an NBA playoff game. Oh, that's true. Right? So that was the first time ever. So that accounts for a lot of the audience. Uh, Doug Ford going off on the... I don't even know street racers. I guess this past weekend in Ancaster is that what the, like there was the a car like, rally? The car rally? Yeah. I don't even know what you do with those things. This but. Is, uh, <sighs> yeah, Doug Ford's my favorite. Okay. With some of
11: these lines that he delivers. Full disclosure: I, I, I love vintage cars. Oh, yeah. I love the souped-up cars. Oh, I was at a car rally. Uh, about a month ago, delivering uh, Same funds that we raised with probably close to 1,000 cars going down to sick kids. But, but you know, after we put out <laughs> the guidelines and after we, we set the protocol and we see a second wave, uh-huh. uh, and then all of a sudden we, we hear what's happening. They, they gather, these organizers, right. and as for the organizers, Ooh. you know something, guys? I, I don't get it. I, I just don't get it. If we weren't so backlogged on MRIs, <laughs> I'd send you to the MRI to get your brain scanned because I just, I don't think there's anything in there. <laughs> Stone Cold Thug Ford came out.
5: <laughs> <laughs> send you to get an MRI. Get your brain scanned. Because yeah. I don't think that there's anything in there. Oof. Roz and Mocha Q&A. All right. You got questions. We got answers. B. Hi. What's up? It's Razamoka. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Welcome to the podcast. What is your question for the room?
0: Uh, what is something small that terrifies you? Something small
7: that terrifies Now, are we talking like philosophical <laughs> or are we talking like actually physically small?
0: Either or.
5: Uh, well, what's your oh. answer, B?
0: Okay. I have a lot that are like really irrational, mm-hmm. um, but I have one that's actually kind of stupid, but I think a lot of people might agree. Um, do you guys remember those Furby dolls? Yeah, Furby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Aren't those people that yeah.
7: dress up in mascot costumes and have sex with one another? No, uh, no, no, no. That's a furry. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I watched a documentary on that one time. No, you didn't. Did yeah, you really? Did. Yeah, yeah. People dress up in, like, it's an actual fetish. No, no, they, no. I they... know what it is. I mean, oh. you sat there and
5: watched a full documentary on it? Yeah, it was, it
7: was fascinating. Wow. I'm okay. fascinated with that right. stuff and how they f- they figured out to manipulate the costumes so you don't actually have to take them off to be intimate and all oh. this other stuff. It's a real wild world all out like there, Like zippers Mocha. and flaps? Yeah, zippers and flaps, <laughs> secret compartments.
5: <laughs> all right. So what? B, you're scared of. Furbies?
0: Yeah, I mean, I ha- used to have, like, one as a kid, I think it was, um, and we had it under the bed one time, and we didn't have any batteries in it, and in the middle of the night, like, it would just turn on by itself, i am like, Furby, so we Oof. ended up getting rid of it, and ever since then, I kind of vowed that I would never have another one in my house, ever. Wow.
5: Ah, yeah. When I was a kid, I used to be scared of the basement. I hated the basement. That's big,
7: though. That's not a little thing. Ah, okay. What is something what small? Okay, for me, uh, I've said this a billion times on this show. I'll just go ahead and say it again. Uh, Baby snakes. Oh, okay, I hate them. I hate snakes. I just hate snakes. Uh, Something else that I am, I am, I have no problem handling, using, misusing big giant knives. Okay. I am afraid of razor blades. Why? Because too sharp. No, like a you know like those single like a single razor blade, right? Like my dad used to have them all over that. Like just he would cut everything with just like a razor blade because men had razor blades because you had to actually put a physical blade inside your razor, yeah, right. So there was always razor blades around, and to me, the idea of using a razor blade in anything other than what its intended purpose—there's no handle on it, there's nothing to grip. I know you're literally just holding the blade. Like so much can go wrong with a razor blade. So I don't even like to touch them because I'm just so careless with things that little razor. Laser blades actually freak me out a lot.
5: I hate, like, rodents and bugs.
7: What kind of rodents? Like a mouse?
5: Yeah. Like, there was a dead one that I had to pick up in the backyard one day, Yeah. and I went and I got, like, four... Uh, grocery bags. that yeah. I had under the sink, right? <laughs> and I stacked them all on top of one another. Yeah, and I stuck my hand in the bag to go pick up the dead mouse. Yeah. Oh. And,
7: <gasps> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and I was just like, and I could feel,
5: I could feel as a little body yeah. in between my fingers. <laughs> just thinking about it right now, yeah. and bro. I like sprinted. Sprint to the garage yeah. after I picked it up in the back, so I could like toss it in the uh, in the
7: trash. God, in the winter, I hate I, those things. When I go to the cottage and I have to clear out all the mouse traps. Oh no! Right? So I go no, through thanks. all the Absolutely usual, not. all the usual places under the sink and all that other stuff, and there's always like a snapped mouse in it. Ugh, and then I no. have to, and then I have to pick them up oh! and just. And you're supposed to, like, here's the thing with mouse traps. It's not that they're expensive, but I think that you're you're supposed to open it back up again, shake the mouse out, and then reuse the trap. Mm. But for me, those traps are garbage, right? Like I just throw it's the whole thing purpose, out. It yeah. served its purpose. I throw the whole thing out. So I have bags of. You know, let me
5: tell you. When I was a kid, right. And maybe this is where it comes from. My my hate of uh, things that are like rodents and stuff. Yeah. When I was a kid, my dad had set up mouse traps, and he got those ones where it was like um, sticky glue.
7: Oh God, no! Those are first of all, those know. are cruel. I know. Those are very back in, in the day. He wouldn't yeah, use it now. No, I know. But I he... would use them for snakes, though. No problem.
5: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna tell the story, and then at the end, you tell me if I should bleep it or not.
7: Okay. Okay? Yeah.
5: And I'll go back and bleep it. Okay. He caught one. Yeah. And it died.
7: Okay. Like on the trap? On the trap. Yes, sir.
5: And he went to the bathroom. Yeah. Because my dad, being my dad, he thought that the sticky glue thing could still be used again. Right. He was like, I paid X amount for it. I might as well get full use.
7: Only got one mouse. Only got one mouse. I hear you. Right? Yeah.
5: So he wanted to preserve the trap. Okay. Ripped the mouse off. Yeah. The body separated from the head. Yeah.
7: Yeah. Those things are sticky. And then he flushed it down the toilet. Yeah, which So hold on here. So what did he, so did he get the head off the trap or did he get the body on the, tra- like what was still stuck to the trap? The head of the, the head. body. The head was still stuck yeah. to and
5: the trap. And then he off. got rid, so got rid of the body Yeah, and then got rid of the head and yeah. I believe still
7: reused. God. Oh my God. Fr- frugal dads do some pretty horrific things oh, in life. Oh huh?
5: yeah. It's like, what? It's still yeah,
7: good. There's
5: still a little bit of glue that wasn't touched yeah. over in the corner here. God,
7: Maury, what's something small? You don't have to believe that. What's something small? <laughs> Uh, you going to have to bleep this? Yeah. No, no, no you, don't have to, you don't have to bleep that. If you're going to get the bleep button ready, get it ready for this. Maury, what, what is something small that uh, that scares you?
9: Okay, first of all, needles. Needles. Oh, good one. No one likes a little prick. Right.
5: See, there we go.
7: See, you know what? <laughs> yeah, like, see, you are not. You only said that. You so only, you can... Now I don't believe that you said needles. I yeah. think no, it was just honestly, a joke for needle. the punchline. A bit of both. But no, no, no needles and okay. cockroaches. Really? Uh, needles don't bother me at all at all I can, you can stick me it. with them you can stick me with needles all day long mm. doesn't bother me uh and cockroaches but only cockroaches oh i can't because i grew up like there were cockroaches mm. where i lived and yeah, stuff and yeah. oh
9: when you saw oh
7: no 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 no. there was I, one I that lived like, in, in the microwave man. for half my life we had uh, a real bad cockroach problem in a place that i lived in when i first moved to the city and um i used to sleep with underpants on because i didn't want them crawling up my groin when I was sleeping because you would I would wake up all the time because one was on my face or bah! one was whatever oh, no. and I'll Ew. never I'll never forget the day I woke up one morning and I went to the bathroom and I had underpants on and I lifted down the top of my underpants to go pee and a cockroach a cockroach fell into the toilet that was trapped between my body and the elastic band ah! on the top of my on the top of my underpants oh, wow. and when I and when I folded it down when I folded it down it went into the toilet alive
2: still?
9: yeah it was alive yeah Here's the thing, I went to
7: Israel once. In Israel,
9: they fly. Oh, yeah, 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 I know. Yeah, flying cockroaches. You try closing your eyes to fall asleep when you know that there's one in the room. Yeah, I know. I don't uh, like bugs.
5: I don't like rodents. Nothing. Imagine them flying. (laughs) No, I won't even. So any bugs, like a fly or anything like that? I mean, those ones are fine. I shoot those away. Mosquitoes shoot them away. But uh, any type of like add. big bugs? Yes, m- yes. My husband
9: screamed when a ladybug landed on him. Wow, that's next level.
5: <laughs> okay. I don't, I don't mind the ladybugs. Sometimes, sometimes
7: they bite though. Uh, ladybugs don't bite. Yes, they do. Yes,
5: uh, they of do. Bugs, no, yes, they, don't. they do. Yes, B, speaking of bugs, have
7: you guys,
0: um, do you guys know
7: what house centipedes are? Half
0: centipedes? No. No, house, house uh, centipedes. House
7: centipedes. No. Yeah. What, what is that? Just centipedes that are,
0: in the house? Google them. They are nasty. Like, nasty bugs. And if you guys don't like bugs, you're not going to like these guys. But anybody that's, like, living in a basement or, like, near a forest or anything like that, you're going to be in the, like, in the summer. You're going to be Bombarded with
5: them. Oh, Oof. you know what? We have these in our house. Yeah. Isn't the one yeah. with tons yeah. of yeah. legs? Yeah, I've seen these uh I've seen these in our house. Bleh, gross. You know what else? Scares me?
7: You know what else is small that scares me? And I live in fear of it every day of my life. What? Me? More oh. kidney stones.
5: Oh. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. You had that once and it was every yeah. Painful, if I right? yeah,
7: yeah, every now and then if I sleep weird or I bang myself one day and don't realize that I banged it, if I have like a sort of pain in my side, I start getting real sweaty real fast thinking that I got oh, kidney no. stones again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't had them. I haven't had them since that one time. But uh, but yeah, no. Which, which
0: one are you more nervous for, too. kidney stones
7: or how, uh, eye shingles? Uh, kidney stones hurt more than than shingles. Shingles lasted oh, yeah. single shingles lasted longer than kidney stones, though. Yeah. Kid, I, the, the shingles in the in my eye were. that was a brutal, brutal run because um, everything hurt. You couldn't look at. I couldn't look at lights. I just became incredibly light sensitive, but only in one eye, and it felt like like this is what like this is what it felt like to have um, shingles in your eye what it felt like to touch your eye right mm-hmm. so the, the, the pain was the pain was this imagine if your eye when your eye was open mm-hmm. what it would feel like was absolute searing burning because everything hurt it right yeah. every every light, every breeze everything hurt it and it was constantly watering but as soon as you blinked your eye or tried to rub your eye, You would get one moment of sort of pleasure because it felt good to sort of rub your eye. But right after that moment, it would be as if the inside of your eyelid was lined with sandpaper. And so oh. that's what so that's what it would oh. feel like when you when you when you rubbed it. And then you were sort of back to square one again going through all of these things to try not to touch your eye, don't touch your eye, don't touch your eye. Uh, and yeah, that was that was it, it lasted much longer than the kidney stones, but in general kidney stones hurt way more than the than the eye shingles did. Oof.
0: Hey, B. Yeah.
7: Between Rosemoke, who's your favorite?
0: Oh. Uh. <laughs> it, used to, it used to be you, Mocha But I have a confession to make I don't know if you guys remember a couple of years ago I kind of texted in saying that I have to tally of who likes who more
7: Oh, right
0: Yeah, that was me yeah. um, And it used to be Mocha um, I'm going to have to switch my answer to Ross. Why? Because <sighs> it has been actually a really crappy couple of years yeah. Especially this year yeah. And with all the FMLs that are coming in A lot of them are kind of hitting home Like close to home mm-hmm. And with the advice that you guys, mainly kind of Roz, has been given out. It's actually been helping me a lot as well. So oh,
5: it's really nice.
0: Yeah, so I'm gonna have to go with Rod, so I so Roz. I agree. Roz
5: is fantastic on uh, on FML. He does his thing. Yeah. He's great. I uh, I have no problem taking that that W that I used to have and passing it over <laughs> to Roz. Don't
0: get me wrong. I still love you. I mean, I've been listening to you even before you guys like became a morning show. So like what you're been, still in there, but
7: what yeah. you were listening? How long have you been listening to Mocha for?
0: Before he even went to I think it was. Kitchener or oh, when he was like, when he first started and I like because oh, I worked I here mid-
5: at this yeah. radio station in yeah. Toronto at 925 when they first debuted back in 99 yeah. and yeah. then was I back then went away for a little bit not to jail yeah.
7: I, like I went to Kitchener yeah. <laughs> I know you gotta watch how you say that huh
5: <laughs> <laughs> and I worked there before coming back to work here but hey B did you know at one point in time Roz and I both worked here at this radio station at the same time, like time period, not same time of day. But when I would start my day here, Roz was kind of like ending his day because he was uh, producing for a morning show and we would like pass each other in the hall and just be like general, hey, see ya.
0: I didn't know that at the time. I actually found out about that when you guys were talking um, on it on the show. So I, at the yeah. time I didn't know. I just found out about maybe like a year ago. Yeah. That's I pretty also, awesome.
5: also, I have a photo. And it was like a staff picture from a concert that we threw at Roger Center in downtown Toronto. Back then it was known Ooh. as Sky Dome. Oh, wow. Yeah. And we threw this massive concert. Ja Rule was there. Ashanti was there. Diddy was there. It yeah. was like a big thing. And the entire staff, we got together in front of the stage to take a photo. So at home, I have a photo with both Roz and I standing really? a couple of feet apart from one another. We kind of knew each other, yeah, but not obviously the way we know each other now. That's
7: incredible. Yeah, yeah. yeah That is pretty incredible. No, I uh, I barely remember that day.
5: <laughs> you don't remember seeing me in the hallway, do you? No. no. Like saying hi to you and stuff nah, and good morning clock. and nah, nothing like that. Nah, right. nah. um,
0: about 15 years ago, actually, my sister and I went down to, um, I think it was Skydome at that point. And there was some kind of event for like spring break and Mocha was there. What? And doing was, spring
7: yeah. break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Seems like such a different and, guy, huh? Like what a well, different totally world. Different.
0: <sighs> and I um we were walking out and I remember turning around and I saw so I'm like and I turned back to my sister I'm like, "Oh my god, that's Walker." And they're like, "No, it's not." I'm like, "Yes, it is." And they're like, "Well, go up to him and ask like, for an autograph." And I did that. And I had that autograph till about like 2 years ago. When
7: I ended up moving and I lost the book that I put it into, so oh no, really yeah. we can get you another one. I know it's not yes, the same please. thing and it doesn't have that same still kind of. I love that. But yeah, yes, okay. we will we'll send
5: something to you. Absolutely,
7: we'll we'll put you Uh-oh. back. We'll put you back on hold. You can talk to Maury and uh, we'll get your okay. address and everything and we'll get you another Mocha autograph. Did you
5: uh, did you see Roz at that event? Did he sign no. anything for you?
1: No, or did you, you ask and he yourself. said no,
5: <laughs>
2: or he just walked no, by you, and he you, pretended stop. not
7: to hear you? Stop
1: it. <laughs> no, you, <yeah. laughs>
7: Okay, let me quickly, uh, do I have time for one quick story more? I don't have time for one quick story. No, um, yeah, you do. Yeah, okay. we do. One, one quick one, two, one quick story. The other day I had this massive realization. So uh, there's somebody that I deal with in my life on a very, very regular basis, like constant communication through email, everything else. Yeah. And it's somebody that I see on a regular basis as well. So I'm dealing with this person for a very, very long time because I had something that I had to do and just over and over and over again, weeks of like emails, everything else. And then I'm on Instagram one day and I see her, Name pop up, and I click on it, and I'm going through her Instagram. And this whole time, after years of working with this person, the person who I see face to face is actually not the person who I thought it was that I was on email with. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I was like, that's the same person. <laughs>
5: oh no! So did it change your opinion? Um, no, no. no. But like, I mean, I mean, like,
7: I mean, like close related Like I work uh, like. Very very closely with this person and I had no idea what they look like I had I was so confused like that's just me at work like oh, I don't know my God. Yeah, I don't know anybody's oh, name God. I don't it's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible it's terrible it's terrible <laughs> thank oh. you B
5: we love you lots thank
7: you alright love bye
5: bye guys our next question comes to us from Stace it's from space Stace oh I thought you said from space our next question comes from space okay who are you most jealous of, and why? What do you mean? <laughs> like just in just in life? Yeah, that's all. Space wrote. Oh, who that's are you all. Space most sent to us. Jealous of. Who are you most jealous of, and why? I'm jealous of a lot of people.
7: Yeah, but who's the? Who are you most jealous Usually of? Is what it you. says. Why me? Out all right. of all the people, like. You're not more jealous of, like, Channing Tatum or anybody like that? No, it's not like a it's body-ish a- thing, no What friends. are you saying? Like, I mean, I
9: mean, we already know what <laughs> <of> <bitch. laughs> No.
2: <laughs> Let a boy finish.
9: Let a boy finish. That's what she
2: said. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry,
9: never mind. Never mind. Never
2: mind.
9: No, it's not a- Like, know. we already know your body's great. I'm not jealous of that. Oh, God, like, I'm God. just jealous of, like, you know, you always have these great ideas. You're always funny. You're very smart. And I feel if we were to Maybe to-
7: Maybe next to time to say smart, don't end it with a D if you want to I'd say this the first first step to sounding smart around people is to don't say smart
5: (laughs) okay what else so he's uh, he's funny he's smart
9: (laughs) (laughs) and if we were to debate you'd win like we could debate anything like we could debate something that I would win a debate on and you'd still win the debate we could not debate
7: everything what do you mean See, we just debated that you win. It's because he's so smart. It's because I'm so smart. Uh, okay, so you're jealous of me, but what about like somebody's life? Like, whose life do you envy where you could close your eyes and really see yourself just stepping right in flawlessly? Like, it would be a, and just such an incredible sort of all your dreams would oh, come like true. Mark Zuckerberg. Mark, really? What? Ooh. Like, the guy dresses still, like, normal. Maury, okay, let me ask you this. So, you walk into Mark Zuckerberg's life, yeah. right? Okay, and then you look at your schedule and they're like, Hey, Maury, uh, tomorrow you have to go and speak in front of Congress on uh, securities uh, and security issues and privacy.
9: Well, no, but here's the thing. What? Somebody writes what he's going to say anyway, so I just have to grab the sheet and go.
7: No. <laughs> uh... You want to be Mark
9: Zuckerberg? Yeah. You know, but I mean, like, you know how many people around the world hate that guy? Oh. I know, but, like, he just wears
5: hoodies Still rents a house. You can wear a hoodie right now and you own your own condo. <laughs> yeah. Mark Zuckerberg. You want to wear a hoodie and rent a house? Yeah.
7: That's your, <laughs> that's your you biggest to right step now? down. <laughs> yeah. You already have a nice jacket and you own a condo, but you want to wear a hoodie and rent? <laughs> oh, to be him.
9: Yeah, oh, to be Zuckerberg. Um, Do you have anybody oh, that you're jealous Zuckerberg. of, Rob? Oh, I'm jealous of hmm. everyone that owns a boat. You want a boat? Oh, I yeah, walked down. said that. Oh, I walked down by the harbor while we're walking our dog, and I look at all these amazing, those wood-paneled boats are yeah, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I see these old people sitting on the back, and I'm like, you don't even appreciate what you have. How do you
5: know man? that they don't appreciate it? Because
9: they're, they're not even looking at their boat. They're sitting there watching TV, and I'm like, you're yeah, on, a on a boat, boat and you're, you're watching boat. TV? <laughs> like, yeah. turn off the TV and look around. Yeah,
7: yeah. <laughs> it's like Maury when he goes into a movie, and you just sit on your phone. Oh, Watch, that the, movie. So true. Watch that's <laughs> the movie. That's very true. Right? <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's anyone that I that i am is it envy or am i jealous of what was the question uh who, who are you most, most jealous, jealous of, of and why same word not necessarily like i don't look at things like it's because they have a life i would want to lead Yeah. Right? like i don't i don't look at I things i think there's a difference
5: between jealous like i wouldn't say i'm I jealous of anyone but like really, I,
7: but i'm envious of people like i'm for jealous sure. of somebody who has more time than i do to oh, do things like yeah. i get extremely jealous like when i when i see people doing things that I just don't have time to do, I get extremely jealous.
5: Oh, absolutely.
7: And, and I know that my horrible situation is 100% self-inflicted. Like I'm I'm not taking orders from anybody. Like I've created this nightmare that is my daily schedule, Yeah. right? But when I see somebody who has time, I'm, I get extremely jealous. Uh, when I see somebody who has, when they're in a position, because to me, freedom means, one, being able to make risky decisions in life. Without having to worry that you're going to lose everything. And freedom means not really being beholden to anyone or anything, but you're still responsible. You are still a good member of society. You are just this free person. And when it comes to that freedom, there's an aspect of freedom that I never used to look at as being free. And Every now and then I meet somebody and I have a couple of people in my life who I look at them right now and yeah. they are truly the last free people. I am I'm good friends with two people who I look at as the last free the last of the free people and their lives are incredible for it. And these are the two friends that I have that have absolutely zero presence on social media. Oh, wow, interesting. Where you used to look at people when social media started where they were like, what do you mean you don't have Twitter? It's awesome, it's everything else. They looked weird. But now I look at somebody who managed to avoid getting a Facebook account, getting a MySpace account, getting Twitter, getting Instagram, getting TikTok, getting Snapchat, everything else. I have two friends of mine that have avoided that entire thing. and I looked, they didn't want it? They didn't want it. They hmm. wanted no part of it. They saw what it was at the beginning and wanted no part of it. And I look at them now like they're free. Yeah. They they live, they are living a different life than the rest of us. What do they and do I with all their I'm, pictures? And I'm jealous of it. I'm absolutely jealous of it. They lived the life that you did before, Maury. But what did you do with all your pictures before there was social media? You took them, you looked at them, you loved them. You, put you them just, you put, just them put them away. That's their, wow. that's their life. They are free. They're absolutely free. They have never made a decision on whether or not to do or to not do something based on what it's going to look like on social. They never went out of their way to take a picture because they wanted to flex. They never interrupted a conversation because their phone vibrated and they thought they had new mentions. They've never checked their DMs on one of those stupid stupid social platforms for a video that they didn't want to watch anyway. They've never had that as a part of their life, and I'm jealous of that. Oh, wow. Damn. That's what I'm jealous of.
5: I mean... Again, like envious of people, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm envious of. I would love, love to be an announcer at the WWE. There you go. To, yes, to, not to call a match, but no. to like introduce oh, any of the wrestlers, like a Royal Rumble. Could yeah. you imagine if you
7: got oh, to intro all thirty, all, all thirty at the Royal? Oh, that would be
5: my God. amazing. I'm envious of somebody like The Rock, yeah, because he is just like the biggest. Global superstar out there. Sure. Yeah. And he, when he goes to film whatever movie, he has like a team that will bring his gym, everything, and build a gym at whatever location he's at shooting. Yeah. And that's where he works out for yeah. months and months and months. Yeah. But he has like, a
7: gym building
5: crew it's on so staff. Wild, huh? You know what it's I mean? So wild. He has somebody you're, making you're, his meals every single day. Can like you he doesn't your have to do any body,
7: like your body, just being that tied into what you do for a living. You know yeah. what I mean? Like your body, like you have to have people on the payroll to make sure that your calves stay fit.
5: Oh, absolutely! It's crazy to me. Yeah, your fitness is yes. your work yeah, and your work is your
7: fitness. That's wild. Wow, that's I crazy. That I'll once. never I know hired that a feeling.
9: Personal trainer?
5: What's that? I had that once.
9: Yeah, but
7: your body is not tied to what you do for a living, though. No, no, you it's can not. anybody can hire hire a personal trainer. But what I am saying is that could you imagine if you had like like let's say right now you're you came in the room with like the I don't know. We all have them, but like your saggy titties, right? (laughs)
2: Right?
7: We all have them, okay? We all have them. But let's (laughs) say that was now affecting your paycheck, Mm -hmm. that you were like, people weren't calling you and using you enough because they were like, Mark sort of let himself go. Like, that's the pressure that the rock is under. Like, rock is a monster, and he can't not be that monster. Nobody wants to see Rock lose all that weight, lose all that muscle, go thin, and start being like, I'm an actor. Nobody wants that for the Rock. Yeah, no. Like, his body is so you tied want the monster. in. Yeah, you want the monster,
9: right? He is the Hulk. Like, is he going to stay that way, like, even into his 80s and stuff? Do you think that
7: he'll never let it go? No, well, it depends on him. if he start, if he, you know, if he stops. Anyway, I'm not saying that the man's on anything, but I'm just saying that there are ways available for somebody who is much older to than sustain DeBrock that. To sustain that. Yeah. Wow. Look at Stallone.
5: Um, okay, let's see here. Already says, what is your favorite appliance?
7: Ooh. Oh.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd get fired up about this one. Like in a okay, good way. Okay,
7: appliance, not not kitchen thing. So I'm not. I don't count my favorite pan, my favorite pot. No, that's my, not an okay, no, that's on no, no, appliance. No, no, no. appliance. Appliance, <clears throat> what is 100%, your favorite appliance. 100 percent. Absolutely, without question, the deep fryer.
9: Okay, there you go, David Maury. Okay, so I have two questions. Yes, one question actually. Yes. Um, is a TV an appliance? No. Okay, then my espresso machine. Your what? My espresso machine. Your what? The machine that dispels espresso. Yeah. The what? <laughs> the guy can't hear me. No, no sorry. Say that he's again. He's not too
5: smart today. <laughs> <laughs> Your what machine? Espresso machine. Oh, you mean yeah. espresso? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> is it, which one is it? Espresso. Who's right? Espresso. Ex- I am. There's no X. Why in would I even espresso. ask? Who's right? Of course you're
7: right. No, but it's, it's <laughs> Italian. Why, would I even, why would It's I, I, espresso. It's what? Espresso. Ex- <laughs> <No, they don't. laughs> you just started rolling your tongue for no for no good reason in they middle of that. <laughs>
5: my
2: favorite you're appliance.
7: You're putting ours on ours. <laughs> my favorite appliance is the barbecue. I love that. I love my oh. barbecue. How is a TV not
5: an appliance? Because it's just
7: not. No, I, I would say it's an electronic. Like, if you wouldn't put the TV in the appliance category, you, like if you had to go through your house right now and somebody told you for insurance purposes, you need to divide up all your appliances and all your electronics, where's your TV going? Oh, because they say the two different words. I see. So then it goes under electronics. Right. See? Okay. Okay. Smart. <laughs> you need an exposure <laughs> right now. A, a fridge is an appliance. I would say yes. Yeah, okay. I would say yes, which hmm. is also one of my favorites because it keeps things from rotting, keeps the milk cold. Yeah. Um, okay. The lettuce crisp. But no, definitely the deep fryer. Oh,
9: and I have one of those new, um, what do you call it, where the steam cooks the french fries. Oh, how is that thing? It's fantastic. Is what it? is it? It's, what do you call it? Like an air fryer, air, oh, fryer. air fryer. Yeah, oh, you like
2: it though. I love that.
9: Does it? And? What else have you done in it? Just French fries. Just fries. Any, I take frozen French fries out of the freezer and I put yeah. them in. And there. how long does it take to cook them in that?
7: Six minutes. Yeah, and, and they come really? out. They come out. Do you have to put any oil in it at all? Like even like a teaspoon or anything tiny like that? Bit, yeah. A tiny, a tiny, tiny little, little bit. bit. Yeah, and they come out crispy. Come out crispy. Pour some salt in there. What else can you cook
9: in it? Oh, you could do more. I haven't opened the the suggestion, but book like, yet. can you throw like a chicken breast in the bottom
7: of that thing? And can you do all that? Yes, or yes. yeah, you can. Yes. Do My you, sister, do you have more?
5: I don't. Uh, you don't. No, actually, we do, and we've literally used it once, and yeah. it was for French fries, See? and it was doing the we were doing the test batch.
7: Yeah, and how were they?
5: They were great. Were they? Yeah. Huh? My sister has one. Uses it all the time. They've done salmon in it. Yeah, Uh, she said she did a steak in it once, and it was great. Really? Yeah. They've done chicken breast. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Interesting.
7: Okay, I'll try that. And the
9: pressure cooker. Love that thing too. You got to watch out for those things, man. Why?
7: Because that's a bomb. It'll no, no. This
9: one here goes like you. It it makes sounds like you. You can't screw it up.
7: You can't screw up a pressure cooker. It won't go on unless it's locked. No, okay. And you no, can't, but
9: what about when it's done? And you can't open it unless the little okay. thing goes and I'm down. just saying. I'm just yeah. saying
7: that pressure cookers are bombs. No, right? no, I, yeah. Okay. Like, that's. If
9: used incorrectly.
7: Like, you you, you you, don't have to change anything. You literally just fill it full of nuts and bolts, and then it's a bomb. Like, it, the pressure cooker is still the I'm pressure I'm just putting cooker. turkey. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs>
5: okay. Uh, Carl asks hypothetically speaking, Roz, if you were game single, <laughs> would you date Damon <laughs> Mori? God, every week. No? With that oh.
7: Stupid question.
5: Um, okay, Nazim asks, "What was the most painful surgery you have ever been through?" Oh yes. Ooh, geez. Do you have one, Maury? Yeah, when my finger you, fell off. Your finger never fell off. My finger never fell off. We've, We've gone Murray. through
9: this before. You, you, cut yeah, it, you cut your finger. You can see the scar.
5: Yeah, you cut your finger. You know, your finger didn't fall. It was dangling. Did your finger detach from the bone? No, but the skin all around it did. Yeah. Okay. So so
9: look, you got so, a really
7: bad cut. So you
5: went in and what got stitches?
7: Yes. Okay, but that's not surgery though. Oh, and I had a cyst removed from my cheek. Right? Is that surgery, or is that like when I had to go get a mole removed off my inner thigh because it looked like a brain, and I thought Catherine was going to judge me? <laughs> yeah, it was disgusting. I had it for forever. I had this big, nasty. I mean, it was the ugliest mole, and it was so and it was it. so huge. Okay, where was so, it? Okay, hold hold on here. So I was ah! always self, I was always self-conscious about it my whole life. I uh-huh. had one on my back, uh-huh. my lower back, right above my butt, and then the other one. I'll stand up. The other one was right here. Like in order to see, are it, they both gone? In order to see it, I would have to lift up the stuff and it was right there. Oh <laughs> okay oh, like right there. Did and it, it hurt? was and it was huge. And it was about the size of and it was raised, right? Ooh, ooh, raised. Ooh, ooh, and it was textured. Uh, it looked like a brain. Yeah. But it was about as round as a so penny. Even uh! Even with that, women still wanted to be with you? Yes, Maury, shockingly. Could you, like,
5: pull it off your, like, lift it up off your skin? What, the mole? No, yeah. no,
7: it was, like, dome-shaped, right? Uh, but it was the size of a penny, yeah. and it was dome-shaped, where it stuck up, and, and it would dry out, and if you touched the top of it, it would feel scratchy <laughs> at times, right? And it, had, did you ever and it had all these, no, it's a mole. Uh, and it had all these lines through it, where yeah. it looked like a brain, and then I had its, and then I had its best friend, or then the it, other half of it, was on my back.
5: Did it and, have, like, a hair growing out of it?
7: No, 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 oh. no, no. Um, and then one time I was outside cleaning the barbecue and I bent down and I went to get up and there was a piece of metal on the fence oh no. and the metal scraped across my back and ripped the one off my back but it was just hanging by a tiny little thread and then so, so I, pu- to go to the I pulled that one off I pulled the rest of that one off <laughs> And then, and then I made an appointment to go in and get the one off my leg because it got to the point of where even if I was lying around naked, yeah. I would look at it and I was grossed out. And I just I couldn't I couldn't have Catherine try and fake her way through. Telling me over and over again that it didn't bother her because it's impossible to not be bothered by it.
5: And it bothered you. It bothered me so much. And you were so, very self-conscious
7: yeah, about it. So much, like it really bothered me. So they freeze it and then they scrape it off. Oh.
5: No! Do
9: you have right? to hold everything while they do that?
7: No, they he held it. He oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just like when you get a vasectomy, right? I've never been I've never felt um, as I don't even know what the submissive as I was than the day when I you go and get a, a vasectomy. It is the it's the it's the worst thing in the world. It is so humiliating when you go. And don't get me wrong, when you go and get a vasectomy, it's just it's super quick. Yeah. it's not a painful surgery at all. You do it in the doctor's office, but they just treat your stuff like it's nothing. Okay, yeah. so like I lie down, you have to take your pants off. Right, and then I lie down on the table, and you lie back, and you're still wearing like a t-shirt. And then he takes an elastic and wraps the elastic around your wiener, yeah. and then uses a clothes peg and clothes pegs your wiener to the bottom of your own t-shirt. <laughs> oh. just, okay, just 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 to keep it out of, just to keep it out of the way. Oh, okay, right, just to keep it out of the way. Like it doesn't hurt. It's not a tight elastic. No, I it's, think not a, still... it's not even. It's not even. But it's not even a big elastic, yeah. which is which is even more. But he just clips it with a clothes peg to the bottom of your shirt. <laughs> Like your shirt's tugged down a little bit because it's attached to your wiener at this point because yeah. he doesn't want it messing around right because uh-huh. he's only working underneath he has no business oh, he has I no business I thought they went through the top to do
9: what <laughs> <laughs> vasectomy to do but what do you think they did when they were down there I thought they go down the top and snip a,
7: like some sort of vein like
2: <laughs> <laughs>
7: <laughs> no that is not how a vasectomy oh. works at oh. all. God. No, so that's so that was a terrible experience getting a vasectomy. Like you just and it I said it. It it didn't hurt, but you're just it was humiliating. Well there's not yeah. much left of it. And you. he just and he was so just like I don't even know. It's like he was uh it's, 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 when somebody does something like that to you that no other human being has done, but the way they do it, they're super used to doing it. Yeah, right. Like we're like you shouldn't be that comfortable wrapping an elastic around another person's wiener, right? But he was. It was like he lifted it up and used one hand. It went all the way around and then up and under, and he hooked the bottom part with his pinky and then stretched it up to the bottom of my t shirt and just, and just and clipped it. Yeah, right. And I was like, oh my god, what the hell happened? And it was but how just do you like,
5: know? Like prior to you sitting up there. He didn't do yeah. like five more right before.
7: I'm sure he did. Right, I went late in the day. I assumed I was over five. I assumed I was like 15 at that oh, point. Okay, because you can bang off a lot of vasectomies in a day if you're good at it. Yeah, like the whole procedure. You're, well, you're he's it, doing it one handed. Ten, ten minutes. You're in and out of there. Yeah, right. You don't sleep overnight for a vasectomy. (laughs) (laughs) No. No. You go home and then you sit in the bed and you got to put ice on your nuts and all this other stuff. Between that and the mole, my God. It's no fun. And neither of those two things are even top five in the surgeries that I've had. Oh, (laughs) jeez! Like, neither of those. See, I've never had
5: a certain Like, the, the only... I was thinking about this and the only thing that I could remember... That I ever had to do really was when I was a kid and I split my chin open yeah. and I had to go to the hospital and just stitches. get stitches. Yeah, but and that was literally. But it. You've
7: never had the like. They've never wheeled you into the operating room and you've no. never had oh, anything, no. nothing like that. huh?
9: My nana told me that I had a hernia removed when I was like a year old.
7: A hernia removed? Don't you? What happened to your hernia? I still right have now? that. On you the still other have side. it. And so what's going on with that? It's still there. I play with it once in a while. <laughs> what do you mean you play with it? <laughs> I like
9: rub the what bump. What does that mean? I rub the bump Where's the bump? Like down like, like in right your, next to it. Like right next? Like on your leg? Well, the the sort of that I guess that sort of curvature
7: between leg and area. Yeah. Yeah, right. Like there. up in there. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. right yeah. up beside it. There's a bump. How big's the bump?
9: Oh, it's uh I guess the size of a pen top. Oh, like yeah. a little
7: tiny Like yeah. a pen cover? Yeah, pen cover. Is top. it hard? Yeah. And you can just like you you like what you flick it around with your finger or something Yeah, like just to that? make sure, like, is it still there or did it go away?
2: Oh <laughs>
9: does Matthew
7: touch it? Oh my god, no. No, he doesn't. No. Is he gross out by it? I think he forgot it's there. Oh, okay. You should remind him. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mo asks, Do you guys ever fish? If so, do you have any funny fishing stories? I bet you Ross does.
7: Uh I love fishing. I, I really, really love fishing. My
5: only fishing experience yeah. is the one experience that made me hate fishing no what happened it was the first and only time i went yeah we were at a friend's cottage and the dad one of the dads that was there took myself his kid and somebody else's kid on the boat to go fishing and you know me i get grossed out by bugs and stuff yeah. so first of all i'm not touching a worm to okay. put it on the hook okay. but he a did worm is not a bug Okay. Even still, slimy yeah. stuff. I don't like You're it. You're not right? doing it, huh? No, I'm not no. doing okay. it. I mean, I guess if I had to, yeah, yeah. I would. Okay. Uh, but I there were so many mosquitoes out, I got bit all over not my cool. face not cool. and I got mosquito bites. Get this on both of my eyelids. Not cool. That my eyes so shut. Not cool. So by the time we got back, I'm like, yeah, I'm never doing this
7: again. Not cool. That's not cool. Stop. I understand that. Yeah, I can see that. I can see why that would make you hate fishing.
5: Yeah. Yeah, I really, I really, okay.
7: really can't. I love fishing. I really, I quite enjoy. Uh, I quite enjoy fishing. I'm gonna get a boat next year. You guys, I'll be come bring the boy up. I'll oh go yeah. Fishing. Yeah. Oh, I'd love that. Yeah, I'm gonna be a boat guy.
5: Perfect. Put you a TV what? on it and everything. I love, I love fishing. And yeah? I love Boats.
7: Okay, that's awesome.
5: Maury, do you have
9: any, uh- <laughs> any funny fishing stories, Maury? I just remember going as a kid, and I remember the, the fish, once you bring it into the boat or whatever, it flops around and stuff. Yeah. And
7: I just remember that scaring the crap out of it me. It is a bit terrifying. And then you've got to yeah. try and grab it, and you're oh. like, what do I grab it by? Like, its tail or its face? Or do I say, I, like, what do you do?
5: I, I assume Both.
7: You yeah, double you hand can. and you yeah, grab you and then you tail lift it up and, by its
9: gills, and yeah. And, you, and you put your hand inside it. Oh, no, and then next. I guess recently it's tradition uh, in Portugal that we have to cut the head off, right? So yeah. you're not, recent,
5: bro. you went to Portugal 10 years ago, <laughs> I know, you're still hanging on to that trip that <laughs> one <know>. two week trip. <laughs> That's so crazy. You know, when we go to Portugal, we have to do <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah.
9: Yeah. Okay, um, cutting the head off of a fish is not a fun experience. When did you do that in, um, in Portugal? Yeah, it was, I guess, a couple days after we killed the chicken. Yeah. So what was
7: it like cutting the head off a fish?
9: Oh, I refused to do it.
7: Oh, you did? Oh, no, I didn't do it.
9: Oh, I tried doing it and just the eyes are looking back at you. That's oh. when you
7: just take the you take the edge of the knife and you put it in under the eye and you flip <laughs> the eye out.
9: No thank Oh, 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 the ant ate the eyes. Yeah,
7: yeah. Not the, the ant
9: like Matthew's ant ate the eyes. Yes, it's people part eat of a soup. Eyes. Yes, absolutely. What the hell is wrong with you? Yes.
7: <laughs> yes. Nose to tail. She tells
9: me it helps you with eyesight, I didn't believe her. Yeah. Because I also heard carrots do that. Yeah. No, 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 no.
5: no.
7: So, but you ate the fish, you just wouldn't be headed. Yes, no, okay, thank you. I got you.
5: Fair enough. Uh, Rachel Simmons has a question here that says, What do you consider to be worse, biting your cheek or
7: burning your tongue? Oh, 100% biting your cheek.
5: Oh, I was going to say burning your tongue. No
7: That's what way. The I... no, tongue heals super fast. No, you if lose you, taste for a few days. If you bite your cheek, yeah. it messes up the way I eat for days. Oh, because really? Because I will rebite that same spot in my mouth, sometimes two and three times in the same meal. And it's ruined meals for me. I've literally, I've got up from the table with my plate of, I've only eaten about a quarter of what I've done. And I put Saran Wrap on it. I put the whole plate in the fridge because I'm like, everything is ruined right now. No, I say burning your tongue. I will not be able to chew. Because I feel like you do lose that feeling in your tongue. So
5: all your meals are basically
7: ruined anyway. My tongue is, I think, no, it's, uh, thank you, Maury. I don't know if I'm capable of burning my tongue anymore. I burn my tongue so much. Really? I, I can't remember. Like, the last time I burned my tongue, I'm, I'd am i have to go back like 15 years. Really? When I burned my tongue. And really?
9: I, yeah. And I, I burn d- it every year on my first hot chocolate. Really?
7: Every year? No, I forget. Never. I haven't burned my tongue in forever. I bite my cheek all the time, though. Really? The inside of my cheek. It's the worst. And I'll just be sitting there bleeding, trying to eat. <laughs> it, ru- it ruins dinner. What
5: about that part on the roof of your mouth? Like if you eat like a really hot slice of pizza,
7: yeah. Oh no, I don't the, like that. The skin that's not like good. Sear[s] and it hangs. Well, well, that's what happened. Is Catherine bought this baguette, which was a really delicious baguette, and she made me a sandwich one day. I got home from work, and she was like really great, and she went in the kitchen and cooked for me, which she never does, and I'm always super appreciative, and it was awesome, right? Yeah. But she got me this baguette, and she toasted this baguette a little too much. And I took a bite into the into this baguette, and it was so delicious. But I just felt the top of the baguette slice all the top of my mouth. Ooh. And I knew that it was going to be there for a week. Yeah, it was there for two weeks. But like oh, you said, no. like you said, it's those little pieces of skin that start hanging down. Yeah, and it's the one place on your body that you can't bite. No, right, no. or gets or pick at, or even see. So like the, the roof of your mouth, yeah, you just yeah. have to let you have to run through the process. Oh, and then everything I ate after that, every chip I ate for a week after that, hurt the roof of my mouth. Yeah. Right? Like, it just wasn't, it wasn't good. It's horrible. Especially if you have uh, salt and vinegar chips.
9: Oh. Oh. It's horrible when you bite the inside of your cheek and then it turns into a canker
7: sore after that. From the loose skin. (laughs) Say loose skin again. Do me a favor. Just say loose skin again. Okay? Say loose skin again. Loose? (laughs) Say loose skin again. It's It's easy. Yeah. Okay. Loose skin. Okay. (laughs) (laughs)
5: so smart all right uh jennifer ashley moore asks have you ever walked in on your parents having intimate time yes and or has roxy ross's daughter or cruz Mocha's son ever walked in on your intimate time and how scarred if you were a child or embarrassed as an adult have you been so far Mm. cruz has not interrupted uh or walked in on jenna and i no at all no Because once we put him down to sleep for the night, he's Mm -hmm. out like a light for like 12 hours, 10 to 12 hours. Yeah,
7: when they're little, it's easy then. you could. I was just going to say, you could go in his room and do it. He wouldn't wake up.
8: (laughs) (laughs) But why would you you do that? You know what I mean. It's very
7: difficult to wake up. It's very difficult to wake up a three-year-old. It's not that you would go in there and test that theory at all. (laughs) I guess that would be weird. (laughs) Don't do that. Uh, Um, Did I ever walk in on my parents? Yes. I walked in on... Just about everything that you could walk in on. Really? Yeah, over the years? Yeah.
5: I remember That's I walked in then. once and then I was just like, yeah. Quickly turned around and later. Really? Yeah. Did
7: you say later?
5: <laughs> I just, no, I walked, I think maybe, I don't know, I said something, but yeah. I like walked in, I opened the door. Yeah. And then after I saw what I saw, and yeah. then I just, uh, and then I, I'm getting so uncomfortable talking about it now.
7: <laughs> yeah. Let me but ask you this. Let me ask you I just this. closed the door and I turn around and I left. Okay. Let me ask you this. What you saw, was it normal or was oh, it? Oh, yeah, yeah it, normal.
5: It normal.
7: Normal. yeah. it was
2: normal. Normal. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't anything fancy. Okay. <laughs> fancy.
7: <laughs> <laughs> okay. It was normal.
9: Yeah. Normal, normal. Okay, cool.
5: Yeah, Maury?
9: I have on a few, like a couple of my dad's dates. Yeah. Was it Normal. It was. Yeah. And he walked in on me once. Was that
7: normal? No. No, it was not. not like normal. Not like, Oh, that's I, how
5: we found out you were gay,
7: right? Yes. It I was. don't mean that no no, I don't mean that there's something abnormal no, no, no. gay. Well, we I were... mean I mean about what you were doing. Was it considered no, no, I know normal? What you mean. Yeah. Where somebody would understand what they're seeing at first glance. Because I know there was a time when I walked in where I had to stand there and I was staring at it and I was like, what am I actually looking at right now? <laughs> you guys okay? Yeah, I didn't know. I took me a minute, right? Yeah. And then it all starts to like make sense. And you then figured you figured out the matrix. Yeah, and you realize that I've i like I've even in my own head, I've overstayed my welcome. <laughs> right? Like that's why I said that it did it uh, seemed normal. Because when it's normal, you know what it is immediately when you see it. Yeah. But when it's not, and it takes you that minute to figure it out, right? we you're like, I've never seen that. Shirt before? That's not a shirt. What is Oh my god! Like that kind
9: of thing, right? Well, you know, no, my no, it was not normal for him. Normal for us. He then immediately turned around and went and took a shower. (laughs) Oh, he took a shower. He took it, and I took that time. I I stole the car for six months.
7: Right. Oh, you left. I left. Right. And I went to my legal guardians. And how did you rebuild that relationship? We went to therapy. But did you worry that like? did your dad take actually take it that bad or did he you did for a while or did you have that all made up in your head because you were embarrassed no no he no he took
9: it bad he did he took it bad and uh he thought it was a phase and then i would just grow out of it sure and but it made him so much better yeah like i feel as if he didn't walk in on me then maybe we wouldn't have gone 10 steps ahead you had
7: to go right out of the gate right? with it. there so was, it was there like, was no there there's is. no baby steps for yeah. you guys yeah
9: it, it was, was yeah, and we right. never it never comes. It was out. like,
7: "Hey, fishing buddy, <laughs> what the? <laughs> my my
9: dog
5: has walked in on us. Yeah, Matthew and I. Yeah, I get that.
7: <laughs> no, I didn't
9: think
5: he meant you and your dad. Yeah, so the dog walked in, and you and Matthew. well you guys are just like hugging? All
9: yeah, right. we immediately stopped, and we were like, "Oh no, Andy, nothing to see here." Like we <laughs> thought he would learn something, and yeah. we're like, "No, no, this is terrible." Oh wow, <laughs> learn what? Like he would think what we were doing was gross. And Matthew asked, he's like, Do you think Andy knows we're gay? <laughs> <laughs> Did you ask him? <laughs> We're like, do you think our dog understands what's happening here? No, is the answer <laughs> to that.
7: You don't even have to ask that question. No, your dog doesn't know that uh, at all.
5: All right. Every week on Instagram is where you ask your questions for Ask Ross Amoka. And, and every week we'll go through a bunch and try to answer as many as we can. Did you
9: get to Carl's question?
5: Oh, hypothetically speaking, Ross. Yeah. If you were gay and single, would you? you already asked this one. Oh, did I? Yes. Oh. Cool. Oh. out. <laughs> <Jackass>. So smart. <laughs>
1: Thanks for listening to the Raz and Mocha Show podcast.
0: Catch the guys live.
1: Weekday mornings from 6
2: to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.